everybody. Welcome out to the Domesticated Savages podcast. Glad to have you here. Here on this beautiful day, we've got some of the crew, some are missing, and we've brought in a replacement. And the replacement is epic. Hopefully she's, permanent. She's been here before. Hopefully <laughs> permanent. <laughs> Taking over this bitch. <laughs> so you got me, Jake. I'm here. You've got Joss. Hi. How the fuck am I being introduced after Why are Joss? You so You've got bad. Fitz. Hello again. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> and we've got our guest today, Nicole. Hi, hi. Nicole from the Lady Savages that we did one year ago. Almost this week. exactly. Yeah. yeah it's Almost crazy. Exactly. So the Lady Savages came up here. It got debaucherous. I was out of town, so I had no hand to play in that. <laughs> the casting couch was utilized, but today we're going to keep it. We're going to keep it. I'm just fits. saying, it got utilized. Did it not get utilized? Yeah. It, did, it did very it much got so. utilized. Today, we're going to keep it a little bit more just on the train tracks. We're going to try to stay on those train tracks. <laughs> not going to let it derail so much. We will uh, definitely have tangents, but we're going to try to keep it a little bit just, you know, on, on point. So we're glad to have Nicole here today. Glad to be She's here. She's had some transitions in her life for herself. <laughs> right? She's transitioned a little bit. Transition. Have transitioned. You have transitioned, uh-huh. right? What have you transitioned? How have I, you transitioned? I have transitioned to being a detective. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's pretty much the same thing. She's transitioned. <laughs> I used, I used to be cool. Now I'm not. It's fine. <laughs> I used to do real police work. <laughs> she was confused. And now, now I just read about mad. it. <laughs> <laughs> now she just reads about police work. <laughs> so she's in detectives. You, uh, what's your, which squad are you on now? Domestic violence. DV. All right. DV. And how are you liking it? I like it. Do you? I, I do. I what like, do you like about it? I like being able to help victims. There's so many things that we do that we don't really see a conclusion to. Uh-huh. Are you saying from patrol? From patrol. Yeah. And I feel like being um, a DV detective, going to court, making sure they've got the resources and stuff like that. It- I've always likened it like the patrol aspect of it is like the first half almost. Absolutely. Maybe not even the half, but just like it's the first steps. And sometimes you come to some sort of resolution on the street. You know, you find the bad guy, you find that they've committed these crimes and you put them in jail. Right. Okay, cool. That's like a small portion of what's going on now. After that, it's like, dude, you got this long process of like these courts that you're going through. And like you said, you got these victims, you're trying to help to get them resources. Maybe they're getting them, you know, set up to live somewhere else. Like there's a lot of stuff that you're doing and making sure that they're taken care of right right so just seeing like the, f- the the other side of the coin almost pretty interesting it is it's yeah. interesting like i do i like i was telling you earlier i miss patrol yeah i miss patrol so bad and why is that because patrol's the shit but why because you have agree, so much because there's you have so much fun jimmy i do i had so much fun um you get on a good crew mm-hmm. and it's like a party you know, you're backing each other on calls. You're just there. I mean, and you've got camaraderie within the detective division, too. Don't get mm. me wrong. You absolutely do. But it's just it's a dip- different atmosphere mm. than mm. being in patrol, the triple beep, mm-hmm. you know, and everybody gets yep. excited and they're like, fuck, yeah, let's go get some. You, you know, you get a jump. Dump. Yeah. You jump in your car and seeing who can get there first. Mm-hmm. And you don't know what you're walking into. Mm-hmm. What I do now is a very controlled environment. Yeah. <laughs> it's controlled. <laughs> for the, yeah. For lack it's of better very terms, controlled. it's very controlled. Yeah. It's very controlled and static. It's uh-huh. like the same thing kind of every day. It's like mm-hmm. you go in there. You, you can pretty much like set your clock to it. Absolutely. You know? Where patrol is definitely not that. It's the exact opposite. It's like mm-hmm. you don't know what you're going to get ever. Right, exactly. And all I deal with is domestic violence right. on patrol. Yeah. I might have a robbery yeah. over here, a stabbing over here, possibly a shooting over there. Mm-hmm. You know, a whole mix of stuff where yes. every day is domestic violence day. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> domestic violence <laughs> day. Every, every day is yeah. domestic yeah. violence I like day. That. 
Every day is domestic <laughs> violence day. Sounds like a national holiday or something. It sounds like a new t-shirt design. <laughs> <laughs> Every day is domestic Every violence day. Every day is domestic violence day. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. On the yep. front side, it just says choose violence. <laughs> oh. <laughs> violence. <laughs> choose <laughs> violence. Oh my god! And just like that, we're about to get canceled. Yeah, no shit. I'm, <laughs> I'm fucking keeping that though. I mean, we're not deleting that. I'm getting kicked off the squad after that. <laughs> shit. They'll You're be like, like, "What the fuck, Nicole? <laughs> yeah. Every day's domestic violence day." <laughs> well, it is for her, bro. That could be a new challenge coin. Yes, I like. See, <laughs> yes. you're welcome for my contributions to I this like ridiculousness. <laughs> yeah. oh. All right, so you've been up there. How long have you been up there now? Um, almost a year. Almost a year. Almost a year. Dang, that time's flipping, flowing by. That's crazy. So what's the thing you like most about it? The freedoms. The freedoms. Oh, yeah. Like I, I don't have to worry about staffing. Yeah. If I want the day off, I'm taking the day off. Yeah. yeah. If I need to come in a couple hours late because I've got this or that that I'm doing first thing in the morning, cool. I'll just stay a couple hours late. It's it's fine. Gotcha. You know? So yeah, you're that's saying nice. the freedom. Obviously, that's huge. It's nice. It's something you don't get as much on patrol because we're obviously held to like a minimum staffing standard. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when you're out on the streets, just for the people who don't know, like obviously if you're a cop, especially with our department, you're going to know all this shit. But if you're not with our department or not a cop at all, you might not know this. But, like if you work in the streets, you're working on patrol. There's so many guys who are on patrol at a certain time. So if you like want to take a break or go on a lunch, you can't have too many that are on break at the same time. Or else nobody could handle the calls. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you aren't allowed to take that break and mm-hmm. you got to keep working. Or if there's like a, a high priority call that's being, you know, waited to get handled, you can't just go take a break. You got to go fucking handle that until it's out of the queue. Or if, now that you're on this detective squad, you have to worry about that shit. <laughs> it's kind of nice. You don't. Yeah. And like I've, if I sit down to eat lunch, I finish my lunch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, don't have to get, you don't have to worry about a, a triple beep disturbing your lunch exactly. break. <laughs> exactly. I'm just like, <laughs> so yeah, there's definitely some benefits. But like you said, there's some things that are... I mean, not as ideal, you know, and grass isn't always greener. Some people would really enjoy doing like the detective thing. It sounds like you're really liking it, but you do to miss some things too. You know, you miss some stuff. So kind of like, you know, looking those back and forth, the juxtaposition between the two, because you hear a lot of guys and usually it comes from people who have never been off patrol and only done patrol. Right. Like, oh man, I wish I could go do detectives because of this, that, and the other. So yeah, you, you you might really like it, but also like you don't really know until you do it. So it's cool that you've gone and done it. And I know that um, where we work wasn't where you like started off your career, right? No. Um, I and you guys, you guys, you talked about that in the last podcast, right? Yes. I mean, that was a year ago, but yeah. we can do a little bit of introduction there real quick. Just kind of touch back on it. So you worked for a different agency for, a, for how, like you start off with somebody else. How long did you work there for? Just over 13 years. 13 years. And did you do anything other than patrol there? What else did you do there? I did um, investigations there Investigations as well. there as well. Mm-hmm. Was it like different squads of investigations? Or was it was like a one big investigation unit. It was one big investigation unit. And so each detective was over a city. Mm-hmm. Because I worked for a county. Mm -hmm. And so all those different cities within the county that the sheriff's office patrolled. So anything that came in for a particular city was that detective's Mm -hmm. responsibility. Mm -hmm. So they would have more of like a gamut of different things. Yes. I didn't have a specialty. No specialty there. Okay. That's a little different. The only thing that was a specialty there was child sex crimes. Okay. Went to one detective. Obvious reasons. But yeah, otherwise it was you were responsible for a city and any investigation within that city. Gotcha. Oof. So you did patrol and you did investigations there and mm-hmm. then you were there for 13 years. Anything else you did there? No. I mean, the same. I was an FTO there as well. You did FTO stuff there? Oh, I was a corporal. Corporal? I was a supervisor. There you go. There you go. Corporal. All right. Corporal. All right. That's I actually left um, investigations to take that promotion. Okay. And then from there you came over to where we work, right? Uh-huh. Did you just do something else? 
you went from that sheriff's department to our city? Yeah. Okay. Just right across here. And now you've been with our city for how long? Just over five years. Five years. I'm, I hit my 19th year this November. Oh, damn. There's there so much go. light at the end of that tunnel. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like yeah. filling off. You can see it. <laughs> right? Don't do anything to fuck it up. That's I'm. Don't do that. You so know are what? You, are you popping smoke next year? Or are you going to stick around? Oh, let's be honest. I'll stick around. <laughs> I mean, okay. Because I'm like, what are my other options? Like, I can't just retire, retire. I'm not in that position in my life. So, but it's nice to know that at any given point, I could go, You can. Enough of this. Yeah. Ninja vanish. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. once you reach the t- age where you can retire, the point where you can retire, I mean, I haven't done it yet, but I could just see how liberating that'd be. And that's it's my- like, I can leave tomorrow. That'd be so nice. I'll just start. I, I mean, I've kind of already started looking-ish. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So that I know what's out there. Yeah. Once you hit that 20, you can go, okay. Bye. Bye. Yeah. That's you're nice. you're gonna pay me just to open my eyes. Hell yeah! So exactly. you don't even have to open your eyes. You, you just really gotta don't. breathe. You just gotta, <laughs> yeah. have to breathe. You just gotta breathe. You just gotta have a pulse. <laughs> Which is right. interesting because that's the hiring standard now too, right? Have you, you noticed? Have a pulse. <laughs> as long as you're 21 and you have a pulse, yeah. you qualify to be a police officer. Which is sad because like Golly. I'm so, it sounds yeah. bad when I say, but the quality of people that I see being brought in now uh-huh. as to like when when I started, uh-huh. I'm just like it's. Silly. I agree 100%. And <laughs> well, you I'm not have, trying to talk you shit have on people, you guys. You have people that are being approved or that are getting pushed through the hiring process that are actively on probation yeah. for crimes that they have been convicted of. What? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah, you can have a criminal yes. record. Yeah. Did you know? Well, apparently I did not. <laughs> did you know you can be convicted of a sex-related crime and you can still be a police officer? Oh, you shut your pie hole. Look it up. See, and that, that should Look be- Look that shit up, That everybody. should be a disqualifier. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't well, mean I feel to be like, judgy. I feel like extensive <laughs> drug use should also be a disqualifier, but we experimented with that one. <laughs> yeah, and it's back to it. Like they fucking like release uh, loose no standards again. So what are you trying think? to they're trying to fuck around to find out. Yeah, look look well, that are. shit up. You can you can be convicted of a sex offense. Certain certain sex offenses, obviously, yeah. but yeah. you have a certain like a time flim, limit. like a flippy nip. You're good. Yes, like yeah. a. Like straight on rape, yep. probably not as much. But a lewdness, lewdness. not involving a child. I think it's like okay. I think it's like a year removed from the conviction, and you can apply to be a police officer. I don't want to work with that person. I would weird, right? fucking punch that, that I mean, person yeah, daily. Yeah, I'm like, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, that person. Like, why are you on heavenly, George? What's up? Why are you on heavenly, George? Wednesday. I assaulted a coworker. Why are you on admin leave again? I assaulted the same coworker. See, and what's so funny is like, I remember when I would very first became an officer, I had smoked marijuana one time when I was in high school because yeah. I wanted to try it and all that. Yeah. And I was so beside myself. I mean, I admitted it in my background and all that. But I was like, oh my God, I'm not going to get to be a cop because I tried marijuana once. Mm-hmm. And now they're like, did you do it last week? Are you in active recovery? Okay, that's great. So was We're... it last week? It's been a week? You're good. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're good, solid. Bro. They're like, weed? Oh, you're fine. No, you're Have fine. you done heroin? <laughs> When's the last time you did <laughs> yeah. heroin? Yeah. Well, last week. Uh, are you feeding for it right now? No, no, no. Oh, you're no. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, We're good. fine. We're fine. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get over here. Good. <laughs> good job. Good job. Good interview. <laughs> so with that, you know, I don't want to talk shit on new guys because there are there are people getting into the profession who are still like, they're worth their weight. They're good. Absolutely. Good. We've Absolutely. got good people Absolutely. hiring on, but it's just less frequent. You know, if you had like a, a group of twenty people 
trying to hire on back in the day, it's like, yeah, you're going to have a majority of those guys that are good. You know, at least 15 to 18 out of the 20 are going to be like probably guys that are solid. And why is that? Because you had a fucking group of, t- you know, 2000 people trying to get on. So it was like, you could weed out the shit. Yes. And you choose like your all-stars. And nowadays it's like, you got a group of 50 people trying to get on for 20 spots. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, you got no choice now. You don't have much of a choice to freaking choose from. Right. So then you're just like, okay, well, this load of standards, okay, let's push these guys through. And it's like, luckily enough, you got a couple good ones who wanted to be cops, but then it's like, instead of 15 out of the 20 that are great, you got maybe five out of the 20 that are good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just like flipped completely over. And it's funny, and I'm going to say this, that's why I wanted to preface it, because we have new guys listen to the podcast. They listen and they tell me. They listen to the podcast, which I'm like, Good. awesome. I think it's fucking awesome. They said, from experience. We, yep. They said, we love the fact you don't pull punches and you call it how it is. Even if you call people out for their bullshit, we like that because we want to see what people are doing to mess up. And if it's me who messed up, I want to hear that mm-hmm. so I can fix myself. Absolutely. How can I fix it if I don't know? So see, I was but like, that's, absolutely. But that's the mentality that you have to have, especially in yes. this profession. Yeah. Like you can't come into this profession with an ego. No. Mm-mm. Like that's how people get hurt or killed. Exactly. And it's not going to be you. It's going to be your partner or it's exactly. going to be a citizen. Mm-hmm. So, so oh, that's good. I like know, they, that. They told good me that. Them. And I was like, good. And, I, and they said that they, they like it and they, they all listen together and they fucking that's pick cool. apart the stuff we're talking about and they like mm-hmm. put it into practice, you know, and I said, cool. And I said, yeah, we really like it. I said, okay, we'll do some more tactical stuff. We'll talk about it on oh, the yeah. fucking podcast. We'll do, we'll do some stuff. We'll break some well, stuff remember, down. Remember. This is what we're going to do. Break remember it down. when you guys got out of lineup, this was before the new shitty bid and that one newer officer came in and they were like hey you guys you guys do the podcast you know me and my wife started listening to you guys on a road trip to california or whatever yeah and he uh he caught her listening to it without him yeah. he got like super mad like what the fuck we're yeah, supposed to be listening to this together don't do that. <laughs> yeah. he's like you're like three episodes ahead of me. <laughs> he's like they got in like this big argument about it <laughs> i'm I like, like it. wow <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> like calm hey, down hey, it's gonna hey, be fine hey what was this shirt we're gonna do oh, oh choose violence it'd be perfect so you put yeah. on the choose yeah. violence shirt when we get it made just give it to him <laughs> you know why he's you like know oh why. yeah <laughs> holy shit so, we're getting canceled all right so speak Speaking of interesting things that we've seen with people listening to the podcast lately, I just wanted to kind of bring this up too. A little pat on our own backs, a little feather in our caps. (laughs) So why don't you tell us the story, Fitz, that you called and told me about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Green Subaru guy. Yes. Bro, so I'm I'm driving home and I'm listening to the conspiracy episode, the the latest one that we just did with Uncle Dave. And I have the window down. And so as I'm driving, it gets loud. So I I crank the, the volume up. Plus, I'm also deaf, and so as I'm as I'm stopped at this light, a car pulls up next to me, and he had his windows kind of down a little bit, and he rolls it all the way down, and he yells over at me. And he goes, "Hey!" He's like, "What are you listening to?" And we get into this little back and forth. Turns out he knows domesticated savages, and he's listening to it. He's, he's like, listening to it yeah. too in his fucking car. And this is just a random yes. guy, not never another, met the not another cop. Nope. Stoplight. Yeah. Did, I I don't think he was a cop. He did not look like a cop. He's like, my favorite is a. Or he was talking about the the savages, and I'm like, bro, I am one of the savages. And he's like, what? He's like, like bask yeah. in my glory. I was, I was like, I'm Fitz. And he goes, what? And then the light changes and he turned. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> He's like, can I get a picture? Random? Can so I get a and picture? then you got your license plate and he <laughs> followed you home. <laughs> Joke's on him because we're about to move, bitch. <laughs> no, but like I try to drive down that road now as much as I can to see if I can run into that dude. But <laughs> Hoping to see him. freaking funny. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Like what's the likelihood, right? Green you know, Subaru guy. Holla at your boy. Yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, Joe Rogan, fucking going to meet people out there who listen to the podcast. Right. 
but like yeah. turn on What's Joe Rogan, too? yeah, <laughs> yeah, like five minutes from my house. Yeah, it's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> that That's was fucking awesome. awesome though. I called. I called Jake right after that. Yeah. I was like, "Bitch, you will not believe what just happened." <laughs> I'm famous. <laughs> <laughs> fucking crazy. He got all excited, yeah. and you're like, "I'm him. I'm yeah. Vince. Yes. I am him, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Worship me." <laughs> <laughs> it's like. It's like obviously with people in the department, it's gonna it's gonna go throughout the department. More people are gonna be like listening. Obviously, yeah. like at first, you know, start getting some traction. Now it is like I pretty much figure everybody's listening to on the part mm-hmm. the department. Right. And I'll run into people I've never met before, and they're like, "Hey, you're Jake from the Domesticated Savages, aren't you?" I'm like, "Fuck yeah, that's me." It's just weird when they like <laughs> they listen to your voice and they know your voice. Yeah. And they put it together like, "Fuck, that's Jake from Domesticated Savages." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Hey, what's up?" Like with the, like civilian staff more than anything. Yeah, I pretty much I know most of the people who are cops. Sure, but like civilian staff, like all professional staff. Yeah. the the professional staff, the professional department members. Don't mislabel them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or misgender them. They get really mad about that too. Dude, how would you know? Because I misgender people all the time. I assume gender. <laughs> Based Just on facial around. hair. Just <laughs> run around. Facial hair. Hey, guy. Hey, guy. Hey, hey you. Man or hey, woman. Hey, man. Hey, woman. Hey, woman. That's, all I, that's all I do. That's all I do. How the fuck are you not admin, on admin leave with me there? I'm trying to get there, bro. Yeah, he needs to get this basement finished. <laughs> bro, no. I keep telling you, I'm available. You know, it's, you know, it's funny. It's like, you. Do, it's, a, it's, a, it's a word that's used a lot when you see, hey, man. Hey, man. Yeah. Hey, man. But you never hear, hey, woman. Yeah. Well, it was funny because on your guys', guys, a, on your guys episode, it. you guys addressed that. Yeah. Did you? Like, yeah. They, like they the addressed guys, it. Yeah. If you're like, hey, guys. Yeah. Hey, guys and girls. Uh, None of them like that. Just yeah, we're like guys. That. We're we're part of the group. Hey, man. Hey. You, yeah. If I say, hey, man, you're cool with that? I'm absolutely cool with if, that. If yeah. I said, hey, woman, would you be like weirded out? I'd be, it sounds weird. <laughs> it, yeah. It'd be more like, are you trying to fight me right now? Do you want to step up? <laughs> she slowly what starts she slowly starts hey, clearing woman. her holster. Keep it up, fucking guy. I'll come at you like a spider monkey. <laughs> That's funny, dude. I remember the first time I called Brittany woman. She was, I can't t- like, she wasn't super offended, but I think she was kind of taken back. Like, did you just call me woman? I'm like, yeah, it's a good thing. Jesus called people women all the time, so it's fine. She was like, what the freak is happening? She was like, Jesus reference? She's like, are you trying to compare yourself to Jesus? I said, no, I'm just trying to be like Jesus. She's like, get the freak away from me. So dumb, I love it. It was a term of respect. I love it. Woman. Uh, What I do, just trying to be like Jesus. All right, we've kind of fucking derailed. So back to it. So do you feel like we got everything out that you want to like kind of put out there? Just I think we know you. I think the people know you. So I think the one thing that the people want to know is. Are you single and ready to mingle? Damn. This is turning into the Savages dating game. Whoa, is this really? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Holy shit, what? (laughs) Why? What? How? Who? Where? What are we talking about? I'm like, no, I've been with the same guy for over five years. You've been with the dude for a long time. Yeah. For a while, yeah. Yeah, not married, but just as committed. stupid. That's what he says. (laughs) That's what I said. Brittany keeps wanting, well, she doesn't try to fight me on it so much anymore, but. She accepted it. Are you, are you, so, and you can tell me to shut up, but are you wanting to get married or are you kind of in the same thought process as your gay, um, your, but, your male? So in all honesty, yes, if he asked, I would say yes, but I'm not, 
so into it that I'm like, oh, look, that's a nice ring. I mean, I haven't went as far as to like when he's not in the room, whisper near his phone, engagement ring, engagement ring. Yeah. I haven't. Oh, that's a smart idea. <laughs> right, that's a they fucking listen. smart idea. <laughs> yeah. That's a fucking smart idea. But also could be used for many evil purposes. <laughs> right? I like it. Hell so yeah. I'm not, it's not like that. Like we're very, we're just as committed yeah. to each other with or without a piece of paper, mm-hmm. without yeah. a ring, yeah. you know. That's so it's, I mean, I like he, it. he went through a bad divorce. I've had some bad relationships. So we're just, that's all right. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's good to be committed to each other, but then at the drop of a hat, you can be like, peace out, bitch. <laughs> 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 Exit left, motherfucker. <laughs> you got no? Fucking no? no, you can't really. You got, like, you got a house. Fun, you got See, but we don't live stuff. together. We live oh. five minutes away from each other. No shit, and you guys have been together for how many years? Uh, five. Over five, over five. Interesting. I like that. That's mm-hmm. kind of interesting. You're have you go- guys ever have you guys ever discussed about moving in together? Mm-hmm. Any desire to live together? No, not really. Nice. See, she's that strong, independent black woman <laughs> that don't need no man. <laughs> Maybe later down the road, but right now where we're at, no, that's fine. Nice. Yeah, like hang out at your house. I'll hang out at my house. (laughs) Nobody's sleeping on couches. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, there's no weirdness when you're angry. You know, that's just it too. We don't fight because what's to fight over? Yeah, like literally, what's to fight over? Bills? Uh, He's got his. I got mine. Sassy attitudes. Sassy attitudes. (laughs) Who's more more sassy, or you or him? Oh me. Really? Oh, that doesn't surprise me at all. She's freaking sassy as shit. Yeah, he's very very sassy. Well, I guess I shouldn't say usually. Sometimes sassy women have sassy men. Yeah, Jake's the sassy one in our relationship. Right. Are you the sassy one? Are you? Oh, yes. that's because you woke up on your man period today. Yeah. <laughs> according to according to Jossie Wineyham, <laughs> somebody woke up with their man period in full bloom. Is that, is that a proper term? Full bloom. Full bloom yeah. for a period. Is that no? Is it? Is it I've blossoms? never used that. It's but full blossom. I mean, full Jake's fully blossomed into his man period this weekend. It's fully blossomed. Full bloom. Full bloom. Like it's a, it's a new shirt idea. Uh, Man period in full bloom. I would <laughs> Dumbass buy, idea. I would, would you buy, buy this? Yes, I would buy that. I should be, I should be the chair. Man period in full bloom. I should be the chair of merchandise design. I'm down. I've got three designs already that you are better get to, shit. Better get to designing then. Well, so maybe you better hurry you, Hey, have you written them down get... for real though? Have you written them down? Because if not, you will forget them. I promise you. I forget nothing. Okay, do you remember the one about the panda bear kicking the pineapple that says feelings? I don't remember that. I don't think I was part of that conversation. Oh, I think you were. That's dope. You're the panda in, bear. In my head, I was thinking like Poe off a of Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. Like, oh, kicking the pineapple that says feelings going across it with the rainbow. I mean, I'm not opposed to that. I'd wear that shit. I like it. I like it. I'll, wear that, I'll wear that shirt on my first day back to work. Well. We'll see if you don't. Hey, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like it. So uh, let's tell a couple stories, a couple national stories real quick, what? and then you can tell some stuff, like if you want to go into some spiels, <laughs> by all means, anything cool. I know detectives might not be like fucking the hard chargers like the patrol guys are, but you still might have some shit, you know? And then if you want to fucking reach back into yesteryear when you're still a, a real cop. When I was a real cop. Yeah, I remember we, that. We can do that too. You guys, when we had to do the mandatory overtime, I'm like, oh, this is, this is what I'm supposed to feel yeah. like when I go to work. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> I feel whole again. Exactly. See, I kind of thirty I, pounds of gear back on. Some people bitch and moan about stuff like that, but honestly, patrol is an absolute perishable skill. Absolutely. And I think that it is a good thing to get people out of the fucking office back onto the streets from time to time, mm-hmm. whether that be a mandatory OT shift or 
for an extended period of time where it's like, no, you're on fucking rotations. You can go do three years in dicks. After those three years in dicks, you got to come back out to the streets for a year. Something like that. I'm I, a big I, I like that. for that. I like that. Because if not, you get motherfuckers stuck up in patrol or up in detectives for 10 years. And then something happens where it's like, well, we need those guys out on the streets. And now somebody's got to babysit that person because they haven't done the fucking work in so long. they're a liability. They're a fucking liability. Okay, but now let me throw this out to you. So I was working one of my mandatory overtimes and they won't let you... Um, you have to ride with someone because you're in an unmarked car now. Mm-hmm. Not real sure why that matters. Still have lights. I don't know why that matters I, either. I, I know how to do my job. And it may have come from people who don't know really patrol. It you doesn't mean, fucking matter. You mean people that have been behind a desk mm-hmm. on the third or fourth floor for the better part of a decade? I'm mm. shaking my head. No. Yes right I'm shaking my head. No, yes right Jacob. Yes. That can't be true. I mean, it, I mean, that happens, right? You get that disconnect. The disconnect happens. And you see it all the time. It's a real thing. It's a real fucking thing. And I think if we did those rotations, I think that that becomes less of a thing. And I'm not saying that it's always going to be a thing because there are probably some positions that need to be held for longer than, let's say, like a three-year rotation. There's some specialty specialty stuff, stuff, like real specialty stuff. It's like, okay, three years is just not enough time, right? Yeah. They talk about like the bomb squad. And if you're on the bomb squad, it's like three years. Is that enough time to fucking get use of all of that damn training those guys have to fucking get done? No. It's a good argument. No, like, so maybe that'd be like a longer one, you know? So, I mean, there's just something to be said. And then it would help out with people who are like on patrol. It's like, okay, cool. I can, you know, there's movement in these other squads on detectives. I can go up there. And also, I don't have to think about I'm going to be stuck there for fucking ever. I can come back to patrol, you know, without, you know. So there's, I think there's a lot of benefits to it, but. Yeah, I want to hear some stories. Let's tell some stories. All right. All right. Let's go to Las Vegas. So two teenagers. Place your bets. Place your bets. (laughs) So two teenagers in Las Vegas are being charged. So they are being charged with. They're being charged with fucking their moms. Mm-hmm. Oh, here it is. That's it's called, called incest. An Oedi- it's called an Oedipus <laughs> complex. Fucking idiots. So there's in- a name for that. There's an Oedipus complex. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Oedipus complex. When you have, is it now? Is that only applied to your biological mother, or is that like, or is it like step a, a mother of yours? I mean, probably could be step, but it's like your mom, a mother figure. Go to bang your mom. Oedipus complex. Interesting. So. Two teenagers in Las Vegas are being charged with murder, attempted murder, and other charges after allegedly capturing themselves on video intentionally crashing a stolen car into a bicyclist pedaling oh. along the side of a road. Motherfuckers, them. I saw yes. this one. Oh, did you? So the two teenagers, ages 18 and 16, appeared separately before a judge last Tuesday in Las Vegas Justice Court. They didn't enter a plea. They are both being held without bail. Police said this week that evidence shows the teens were together responsible for at least three hit-and-run incidents the morning of August 14th, including a crash that killed cyclist Andres Probst, a retired former police chief from the L.A. area. Uh, the case is, handle- is being handled individually because the older one, who was 17 at the time, was arrested the day of the crashes on charges related to fatal hit-and-run and possession of a stolen vehicle. The 16-year-old was arrested on Tuesday on suspicion of murder and other charges after the video of the bicycle crash circulated widely on the internet. So they're both being charged with open murder, attempted murder, and many other related charges. They are, what was it, they have three, three different hit-and-runs that they're being charged with. That these idiots did on the same day. They can't face the death penalty under Nevada law if they're convicted in adult court of murder committed before they were 18. The most severe sentence they can receive is 20 years to life in state prison. So yeah, so these two idiots steal a car, drive around, and they hit a bunch of bicyclists, and they end up killing one who is a retired police chief out of L.A. County. Yeah. Yeah. I saw the video. Did they record it themselves? They recorded it, and it is so disturbing. Like, it's... 
Idiots. Disgusting. Well, get this. Also on top of that. So the motherfuckers who did it are like laughing about it. In the video? Yeah, in the video. In the video and after. And then afterward, either making texts or maybe there's posts on social medias saying that you know they don't fucking care watch they're gonna walk they're gonna be out in it's a like, couple we'll days we'll be out in a year oh, they think well, they're this gonna is nothing juvenile yeah this is yeah. nothing we're gonna be out in no time fuck them we don't care we meant to do this it was funny hilarious we loved it they're fucking dead fuck them blah 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 kind of shit like that well there's intent yeah, and no there's forethought so yeah. I would say file for exceptions to that Nevada state law. Charge them as adults and fucking kill them. Yeah, dude. Kill them. shits. Because you can't, well. They're I, a menace I, to I, fucking I, society. Yeah. And they're going to always be that. They're not going to change. If you've got no. that kind of an attitude. Yeah, if you've already been Poor parent. first off. Let's just throw that yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. You were raised. Yeah, that's not something you just come up with on your own. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have a blatant disregard for human life. That's a and then laugh at it and consequences. That means they've never had they don't consequences give before, fuck. right? They are an absolute menace to society, and they should be fucking put down like a rabid dog. Mm-hmm. That's what I say. Put down like a rabid dog. Yep. I would love to hear the fucking change of tune those little cocksuckers had when they got convicted as adults, and they said, "You're sentenced to death." Yeah. I love to see them say, "What? Yeah. I I can die now." You know, they'd be probably blubbering. Like now you're going to be held accountable, or fuck they get them. sent to adult prison. Yeah, fuck And you get to be Bubba's bitch. Yep. Fuck those guys. Bubba. Man, Bubba's got a lot of bitches. You know what? You used to work in the prison system. I sure did. So is that like a thing? Yes. Oh, it's a thing. Okay, because you just never know if it's like a horror story that you hear. No. There was a guy guy in the state prison that had a prison tattoo of titties on his back. There's only one reason that you would tattoo titties on your back. So the guy railing you can look at him? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yep. Yep, exactly. Yes. yes. That is exactly why. Exactly. <laughs> yes. That is that is a uh, thing. That is a fucking thing. Yep. Was People it? are currency. Everything yeah. is currency in the in the prisons. Yeah, exactly. That's a yeah, that that fuck I watched that video, dude. It pissed me off so bad. Just to see these kids. Just such a wanton disregard for the value of life. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine if that was one of your kids? Like you get that call. Oh. That my kid did that? That your kid did that. No. Shitty parenting on no. your guys' parts. Yeah, I could never imagine that. Yeah. It... Because I wouldn't fucking allow it to get there. Mm-hmm. But how many never. times do you go in on juvenile problems and the parents are like- Of course. There, 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 there. And you're yeah. like, okay, how honest to God. How the freak did it get to this Yes. And we've talked about that. You know, the parents like, Joss maybe brought it up one, one time, you know, on, on the podcast, but I told the story how we show up at this person's house and he's got this teenager who's like 15 or something and the dad is just kind of railing when we get there the dad's just like pissed off and he's a scrawny little bitch guy he's a fucking little i don't know the, the dad i can just tell had never taken it upon himself to try to inculcate any type of respect right because the dude doesn't warrant respect himself the way that he was acting is obvious to me is like this guy's a little bitch mm-hmm. and so we show up and he starts telling us like all the stuff that his son isn't doing like doing the dishes or coming home late and blah, blah, blah. And the son is just kid? sitting there, 15, oh, okay. 15. <clears throat> and uh, the dad turns to me. He's like, you need to tell him to respect me. Tell him to respect me. Oh, I remember that. And I was with oh. Rob. I was with Rob. And Rob was like, tell him to respect you. It's like, you earn respect. You don't get respect unless you've earned it. And your son isn't giving you respect because you never earned the respect. Nice. And it's like, we don't respect you either. We're not going to tell your son <laughs> to give you that respect. And we say this right in front of the fucking kid. I'm like, what are we going to tell him? Like, respect your dad. And he's going to do no. it because you told him to. Yeah, I'm like, no, we're not doing that shit. Like, you should have done that 15 years ago. Yep. And through that until now. Because mm-hmm. what you haven't done in 15 years, we're not going to fix now. 
Absolutely. It's, it's too bad. We can't. That's your fault. We can't fix so. that. You can still fix that. There may be time, but you got to have a nice yeah, look you're at gonna, yourself, buddy. The fact is this. The, the way that he's asked, acted over the course of his son's life doesn't lead me to believe that this guy can change. Sure. He's not going to. Sure. Like, right. If a, a miracle came down and the dude fucking had a complete change of comportment from that point forward, maybe. And you can build those bridges. You can. But the way that they're at, like, this is fucking, yeah, no. Like, I'm not going to fix your fucking problem tonight that mm-hmm. you fucking created over the last 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Yep. But I, I do love those those cases where you go out there and parents are, oh, this and this and this. I'm like, okay, well, what are you doing? Well, well I called you guys. Yeah. Yeah. We are here to enforce the law. Like, there's calling the cops on there's nothing, so there's nothing illegal about a child talking back to you. Like, yeah. And it's always it's always funny when you explain to the parents, especially in front of the children, that they can still discipline their children. You can still lay hands on your kids. That's not illegal. Don't break a bone. <laughs> yeah. Don't break a bone. Don't leave ridiculous marks. But like backhanding your kid, that is totally fine. Mm-hmm. You can smack your kids, people. It's fine. Choose violence. Choose, Choose violence. Fuck my life. <laughs> Seriously, you need to text. This is working out. You need to text me. This is working out. New shirt design, buddy. Yes, we've got a few of them, bro. (laughs) Choose violence. (laughs) We go to Virginia. Yeah, Northern Virginia. Yeah. So this one was very upsetting. I didn't actually hear this uh, story until a few days ago. So in Fairfax, Virginia, a Northern Virginia mother who sedated her two daughters with melatonin-laced gummy bears before fatally shooting them, was sentenced Friday to 78 years in prison. <sighs> so this piece of shit mom, 38, was arrested in August of 2018 after shooting her daughters Sharon Castro and Brooklyn, ages 15 and 5, in their apartment in McLean. Castro, the 15-year-old, survived long enough to call 911 and tell a, dus- a dispatcher that she'd been shot by her mother. Jurors heard a recording of that call during the two-week trial that was so traumatic that jurors inquired about whether they could receive traumatic therapy afterwards. Piece of shit mom told detectives that she planned to kill them in herself following a protected, or sorry, Following a protracted custody dispute, Ron, her ex-husband, told the Associated Press after the hearing that he wanted to move to Missouri with both daughters, but had reluctantly agreed to take only Brooklyn after his ex-wife objected. Authorities said she fed her daughters the sleeping pill gummies before shooting them in their beds. Uh, She tried to to claim insanity as a defense in the trial, but was rejected. The jury recommended 78 years in prison after hearing testimony during sentencing that the mother grew up in poverty in Argentina, was physically and sexually abused as, as a child and resorted to sex work as a teenager to support her older daughter. The mom spoke for 30 minutes about her daughters and the difficulties she had raising them. She said, I've been a good mother, but something happened. I don't know how to explain it. Something exploded in my mind. Defense lawyers asked that the two murder sentences run concurrently instead of consecutively, which would have reduced the sentence from 78 years to 42, which was denied. 78 years in prison for killing your two daughters. Still don't think that's steep enough. No. She should be dead. Be a mercenary. Ah, dude, I don't know. <laughs> Stuff like that. That's fucking aggravating. You're a piece of shit and you fucking kill your kids in their fucking bed. Fuck you. Because you're going through a divorce. Because you don't want the husband to be, fucking have the kids. Yeah. Fuck you. What a joke. Oh, that makes me so mad. <laughs> I want to fucking choose violence right now. <laughs> like your your whole face just going red as you're talking about. I'm fucking choose violence right now. Fuck that shit, dude. That pisses me off so bad. People like that, dude. <sighs> yeah, we've talked about. We've talked, and you were a huge proponent of like, oh, why are we giving these people sentences? 
Like, Absolutely, yeah. Like 78 years to go live in a fucking facility mm-hmm. where you're taken care of and you get a fucking, it's really a cush damn yeah. life. You don't it do really jack is. shit. It's like, why don't we take him behind the fucking shed and put a bullet in their brain? She doesn't deserve, why does she deserve to live? And she doesn't. And you know what? You would get enough people to do that for you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you could put it out. You could do a lottery. Yeah. Yeah. And freaking, okay, hey. Like a deer tag, but you got yeah. this like fucking- like kill this inmate tag. Yeah, you get to kill <laughs> like this pedophile. You get an inmate tag. Exactly. How cool would that be? Inmate tag. Like, I'd put in for it, <laughs> and just sit there and hope I draw it out. Like, you get enough points. Yeah, you know, yep. for the yeah, you work your way up. You're like, well, I didn't, I didn't draw out last year, so this year I'm getting ones. a pedophile for sure. Could you, could you imagine how many state and federal projects could be funded by just that yes, type of thing? There is. Oh yeah. Like you have to bid for it, right? Like a silent auction. <laughs> <laughs> I want I want that inmate tag. Cool, five hundred dollars. Like, bitch, if you did that, I you would have so much freaking money and funding for your state and federal programs. Like all these potholes and broken freeways. Fuck, dude, that bitch would be fixed in a year. Oh, we would shit. have the best road system in the fucking world inside of a year, and like no crime. Yeah, <laughs> crime would be yeah. yeah, no crime. You have a silent auction, right? And they bring up their picture and then their details of what they did to who, yeah. blah blah blah. Yep. And we'll start the bidding at yes and you just got this little button that you oh just quietly gosh. click yeah. so nobody knows it's uh, like yeah. the shooting squad right one of you is yeah everybody's a blank one has bullet, one has bullet. Yep. Yeah. so you, you don't know who wins out mm-hmm. of that who huge group until you get the call later that day yeah we so, remember we looked at we remember we looked that up the data on the the firing squad mm-hmm. it's like so you got five guys four of them have a bullet and one of them doesn't mm-hmm. yeah so you never know you never know who had the fucking blank bitch i'm changing the angle of my we gun from because they, well, they, they, they put a paper on your chest mm-hmm. with a with kind of like a target kind of thing so that's where everybody aims for bitch right at the last second up no bro <laughs> that I'm, way i know i'm, dead. I, like, I'm ah, shooting him. yeah <laughs> i'm shooting him. i'm gonna shoot him in his fucking head yeah right but that's funny because jeremy fitz and i were talking about like yeah we're gonna shoot him in his head instead and as we're talking about i was like well i'd be shooting him in the head too he's like fuck now all of us shot him in the head who fucking shot him in the head was it me or not it's like fine i'll shoot him in the balls and then it's like oh, i think the same thing too like fuck you guys we gotta choose we gotta talk to each other listen you wing him in the left arm you wing in the right arm i'll shoot him in the dick somebody else is gonna shoot him in the heart well you have there's gonna be a blank you have to be two you have to have two kill shots yeah. right so yeah. at least somebody has to aim for the head and somebody's got to aim for the heart the other three people can aim for other areas Appendages. because you'll at least ha- yeah you'll at least have a headshot or a heart shot so he's gonna die <laughs> no we talked about like not shooting him in his vitals so then it's like he's sitting up there he's oh, weak hey okay, we he's gotta do it again like, <laughs> it's like fucking reload <laughs> captain we gotta do it again <laughs> bring us in new guns he's like ah my fucking dick <laughs> oh my arms <laughs> oh he's got the hood over his head he's got no fucking he's got no death shots <laughs> he just dies from blood loss <laughs> so so I looked it up uh, US facts uh, so I, we were talking about the whole prison thing on average states spent this is according to 2020 which with inflation obviously this number's gone up spending Per prisoner varies widely across the states from 18000 per prisoner in Mississippi to $136,000 per prisoner in Wyoming in 2020. On average, it's about $45,771 per year. Bro, you don't need that much money for these dudes on life or on uh, death row. Yeah. It's what, a dollar for a fire? It's uh, what, 30 cents for 556 right yeah. now? Yeah, if that. I think even for 23. Well, and why do they get to live their lives out, right. you know, and their family gets to come see them mm-hmm. and have a connection? They killed yeah. someone. Yeah, sorry. My my whole thing, and it's been it's been my thing for 
as long as I can remember, is you get your initial trial. If you're convicted, you get one appeal. And you get you get one of the best appeals attorneys the state has. Mm-hmm. Right? Or if it's federal, then a, a federal appeals. So it's not some piece of shit, random appeals. Dude. No, like you're going to get a good appeals attorney. You get one appeal. If you lose, the day that you get sentenced is the day that you die. You get you get an hour with your family to say goodbye, and then we take you out back of the courthouse and we put a nine mil in the back of your head. So you think about this on a case that it's not ambiguous, like could it be like maybe it was. I mean, I don't know. Like we know like pretty well. Okay, DNA evidence comes back. Yeah, it was them, but there's like nothing that's like concrete per se. Like there wasn't another person there, or there wasn't like a video of this happening. Mm-hmm. Okay, for this this example, so like, so so, like OJ, yeah, an OJ Simpson trial, right? <laughs> OJ Simpson, right? <laughs> like okay, like you could argue one point or the other, whatever. But like in this instance, you're talking about this lady who fucking shoots her kid. Yeah, right? and she admitted it's, to it. It's obvious yes. she did it. It's like there's no arguing the point. Did you kill your kids or not? Like you did it. Mm-hmm. You fucking killed them. You're fucking guilty. You're guilty. Beyond a shadow of a doubt, you are fucking, nothing's going to come back and say, actually, you know, no, you're fucking guilty. Mm-hmm. That person should die. Right. Absolutely. And, and who is the guy that, and I can see his face, there was all the documentaries on him because he was having an affair, kills the wife, kills the kids, puts their bodies in the oil tanks. You know who I'm talking about, huh, Joss? Yes. Um, is this recent? Yeah. Pretty great. Like within the last five years? Yeah. His name is Scott... Does that sound right? I keep right? forgetting to bring my laptop because we have so much stuff that we look up during the episodes. But I mean, th- things like that. I mean, 100%, he admits to doing it. He was trying to cover up his double life, all this other shit. Why is he still alive right now? Yeah. Why like, is he why still alive? is he? Because yeah. I remember watching the story too. His one daughter, because he smothered him, came back to him and was like, Daddy, no, Daddy, no. Christopher Watts. Christopher Watts. Yeah. Why did I get Scott? But yes, Christopher know. Watts. Why is what he the still fuck? alive? Who, I don't, I've never shit. heard of this guy. You haven't? It was. It's, what state like was Colorado? that? Holy cow. He has a good looking family too. Yeah. Cute, cute little, little kids. Holy shit. This guy's a motherfucking piece of shit. Was it in Colorado, I want to say? It's Colorado. But see, like, why is yeah, he alive? Colorado, man. He admits to it. He killed three people. He strangled his pregnant wife. Watch Damn. the documentary on it. Damn. You will die. There's a documentary? On Netflix. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <sighs> I don't know. Actually, I'm down. And the documentary is good, too, because it has actual police body cam. Because when they go to his house, because he's like, oh, yeah, I don't know. And they they talk about how there's a weird smell of bleach and all this other it, stuff. It's called American Murder. Oh, Family yeah. Family yeah. Next yeah, Door. I just saw it. So he got convicted? Has he been convicted? Yeah, I think he did. He got like life in prison times two or something. I don't know. Hold on. Let me get back to the story. How many murders did he commit? Three. Three. Well, four because four. his wife was pregnant. Yes. Yeah. So, but that's I'm like, so why is he still alive? Why... Is he just living out his life, being pen pals with... It, it says he has lots of female pen pals. That's why I was going to say. That, Women yeah, all love these crazy, that shit. Why? You know, every My. every girl loves a bad boy, but that's a little ridiculous. A little ridiculous, that's gotta weird. say. weird. Yeah. Watts, it says in this article, Watts, 33, said every time he closes his eyes, he hears the last words of his oldest daughter, four-year-old Bella, saying, Daddy, no. Fuck you, bitch. I hope that shit haunts you forever, you fucking asshole. And exactly. So why? I hope you kill yourself in prison. Yes. Piece of shit. I hope he gets Clinton. But yeah, why is he alive? Yeah. Well, and and because he has crimes against children, he's going to be protected inside the prison. Why? Okay. So explain that. That pisses me me off. Why does he get protection? Because it makes makes sense. As they should. It makes sense, but I hate it. So the way that the state has to look at it is they have custody of this inmate and they have to protect that person. Just like when we have somebody in custody, we can't just feed this dude to the wolves. So it sucks, and I disagree with it with every now, bone listen, in my- Now listen, if I've got a bad guy in the back of my car who's a real piece of shit, my car door got left open on accident, there's a True. wolf there.
there and he's hungry. Sure. And there was a steak hanging around the bad guy's neck right. in the back of my cop car. That just happened. Yeah, because I, I was about it was open. The air conditioning yes. wasn't getting all the way through the cage. Like. Exactly. So he got fed to the wolves, but I didn't. I mean, it wasn't intentional. Yeah, so that's why. That's what we're like in our in our prison, and I know many around the country. We have sex offender sections where all the sex offenders go because if you put those dudes in general population and their cellies or whoever else finds out they're a sex offender, they're done. Especially if it's against kids. Any crime against kids in the prisons, you are automatically greenlit. You're not safe. They will like people will literally kill you. They will hunt you down and they yep. will kill your ass. But you can be the worst. You can you can murder a whole bunch of people. Like, it's like, but if, why? You, if you do anything wrong with a child, like, bro, you're the bottom of the dirt. Why is it that the fucking penal system inside of jail is better than our one outside? Yeah. Of it? <laughs> right. Street justice, man. That's yeah. street. So street? he was sentenced oh. to five life terms. Christopher Watts was. But see, and that's like, that's overkill. Five life terms. What yeah. the hell? Just fucking killing. Just kill that right. bitch. Yeah. So Let's never going to see. How much it costs to keep a guy alive in Colorado. Never going to see the light of day. Never going to be unincarcerated, right? Yeah, he's going to. So why? Prison. Why are we paying just for them? Guys. I mean, I guess the people of Colorado. Yeah, why are they paying the, to keep him point? alive? I just don't understand the point of like putting somebody in prison for a fucking life. Like, just fucking kill them. Yeah, if they're not fit to ever rejoin society, just fucking. Yes. Why? Yeah. What's the point? Just kill them. And like, okay, so he's what thirty three? Is what you said? 33. Yeah, thirty three. When so, he was, yeah, when he was sad. at the time of. Let's just say he he's going to live another. 50, 60 years on the taxpayer time. Yeah. Well, and even even in prison, they get all that free health care, too. So if he, as he starts to decline, all those medical bills are all, he's getting all that shit for free. So in Colorado, the average cost per inmate is about 40 grand. This is as of 2015. So right about the time I think that he was, no, that wasn't right. When was he sentenced? I'm not sure. That sounds about right. I think it was right around 2016, 2017. So $40,000 to keep this piece of shit alive for the next 50 years. Two million dollars, and that's if it stay if everything stays at today's yeah, dollar and rate. That's, yep, and that's well, according as of twenty fifteen, yeah, the twenty fifteen rate. So you add eight years of inflation, plus you add on all the geriatric healthcare and all that other bullshit. Yeah, that's well north of two million, and he gets it all for free. Yeah, must be nice. What a joke! Dumb. He has many female pen pals because he's like a good looking guy. We yeah, see like he's he's a decent looking dude. Decent. Yeah, he's not yeah. my flavor. His right. wife is super cute. Kids are super cute. Yes. Like super cute family, but real piece of shit dude running that household. And it was 100% because he got busted living his double life, having an affair and all that. The article that I read, and it was it was just briefly said something about a fit of rage. So it very well could be that he got caught. And Yeah, I think she confronts him about it because she's figuring everything out. And Yeah, he chokes chokes her to death and then why does he kill his kids goes and kill the other kids that's evil manifest uh-huh. dude that is pure that's evil. evil manifest but then seriously then he Incarnate. goes to prison and he gets protected three cops per day he's he gonna be protected female pen pals yeah he'll marry one out. of them and get conjugal visits nah that's i don't think thing. they do conjugals in that's colorado not, that's not a thing is that not a thing not, not there anymore. i thought not it was there, really. no i don't think they do conjugals let's find out let's yeah. find out conjugal <laughs> like, visits is that a thing Colorado is one. Holy shit. Ew. This motherfucker. So see, it's one of these girls that's his pen pals going to be putting money on his books so he can get his honey buns. Yeah. And his oh, ramen. get all his honey buns. So that, okay, Fitz, do they ever turn, I mean, they're in a protected area. They all know that they're all pieces of shit. Yeah. Do they ever turn on each other? Sometimes. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Sometimes. Most of the time. So the, the, the protected areas that we have. 
are for sex offenders. And as we know, most sex offenders are are typically, they're more meek, right? They're, they're kind of pussies for lack of a better term. So the violence amongst sex offenders to each other aren't really that high, although it does happen. Uh, Most of the time it's them just snitching on each other. So trying to get them kicked out of the, out of the section so they can go either into general population if they're a lower level offender okay or they get put in isolation so they're just by themselves in the max section which sucks no nobody wants that kind of stuff how long did you do at the prison two years inside and then i did one year with adult probation and parole and we ran a halfway house that specialized in mentally ill offenders and sex offenders that's fun i bet mm-hmm. sounds like a it was barrel laugh very interesting but all the so stories? those are those are our uh, stories from i got i got a, the, i got a story cool. so yours are pretty fucking are, I know they were dark. Yours are a little dark and heavy, bro. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. I'm just saying mine is not quite that way. Okay, let's pick the vibes back this up. This one was showed to me by Joss. Joss sent it and said, hey, check this one out. I was like, all right. So interesting one. I'll, I'll get into it. Uh, Later Gator is the way this is titled. Later Oh Gator. my gosh. Is this a Florida story? Philadelphia Phillies deny emotional support alligator from entering stadium. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a Pennsylvania man, along with his alligator, we're not allowed into Citizens Bank Park to see the Philadelphia Phillies take on the Pittsburgh Pirates on Wednesday. Yes. Yes. Wally Gator serves as a licensed emotional support animal. Interesting. The reptile is owned by Joey Henny. Social media posts show the gator on a leash wearing a harness with his name on it outside the ballpark. Well, if he has a harness, it's official. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not attack anybody, uh, right? <laughs> this is uh, a post that we put on. X, formerly known as Twitter. A Phillies fan tried to come into a game tonight with what they said was a service animal. Oh my gosh. An alligator. Yes, an alligator. That is fantastic. Yeah, so there's the picture of this fucking gator with the stupid harness around it. See, and my dumb ass would be like, oh, can I pet him? Is he friendly? Yeah, they're kind of cute. <laughs> obviously. What? It's yeah. kind of fucking you, dinosaur. Have you been kinda. to fucking Gatorland? It eats yeah. people. They fucking eat people, you guys. What the hell? Doesn't mean that, so bears are cute too. Are you going to go ask to pet somebody's pet yes. bear? If it has yes. a harness on, why not? Oh, <laughs> mother. The harness. <laughs> the harness ensures you will not be hurt. Right. Yeah. Make sure you don't get hurt. I've already made peace with the fact that I am going to die petting something I should not. And that's okay. Nice, so, nice. You're, you're, so you're just going to take on chances. social media memes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Horrible ways to die. Nicole's <laughs> going to fill that quota. <laughs> I got eaten by the fucking support animal here. <laughs> this fucking gator. So, Citizens Bank. The support Velociraptor? <laughs> <laughs> yes. The dragon. Yeah. So it Citizens, had a harness. <laughs> Citizens Bank Park policy on support animals is posted on the Phillies official website. It notes that while dogs, uh, let's see, guide dogs, service animals, or service animals in training are welcome. All other animals are prohibited. Wally Gator is popular on social media. The Gator has more than 26,000 followers on Instagram, as well as at least 110,000 on TikTok. There's videos on these pages that show people holding and hugging the reptile. See? Yeah. Harmless. Harmless. How many of those are at a large event where there's lots of noise and lots of food nearby? In one image, it shows a child appearing to be kissing the Gator on the mouth. Oh, him's kiss kisses. Okay, oh, so those parents need to go and get contacted by CPS. Yeah. So CNN previously reported that Wally Gitter, who's eight, lives with Henny in New York. His go-to treats are cheese puffs and raw chicken and small children. Hmm. Henny spoke to the Philadelphia Inquirer last year and said Wally Gitter helps him battle depression and that he likes to give hugs. Henny said that the Gitter had never bitten anyone. Well, of course. Why would he admit to it? Yeah. It's legal to own a Gitter. 
as a pet in Pennsylvania, according to the Pennsylvania Fish and Boat Commission. It says here a quote from them, the Pennsylvania Fish and Boat Commission's regulations do not regulate possession of non-native species of reptiles and amphibians. So long as these animals- But he lives in New York though. Oh, yeah. So so maybe, no, sorry. Did I say New York? It says York. Oh. Oh. York, sorry. So long as these animals are not released into the wild, there are no state regulations regarding their ownership. Likewise, there is no state permit required to possess these animals. However, there may be local municipal ordinances which regulate the ownership of dangerous animals, and you should check with your local government before purchasing such an animal. As for the baseball game, the Phillies beat the Pirates 7-6. to six. <laughs> So, interesting. Somebody tries to walk into your freaking baseball venue with a damn gator. Me, personally... I see that initially. I'm like, okay, is this some stupid little stunt that the yeah. fucking Phillies are trying to do to garner some like you know viewership or you know try like what's going on here? And as soon as I find out that there's some douchebag with an emotional support animal, dude, I'm like, what are you bringing this damn gator in here for? He's never bit anybody until it does, mm-hmm. and when it does, what happens? You get fucked. Yep. Right. It's not like a dog biting somebody. Yeah. You dog bite somebody. That's that could fucking hurt and it yeah. could cause some fucking pain and cause some lacerations and you might have to make a hospital trip or something like that. Mm-hmm. A gator bites you, you're losing an arm possibly. Mm-hmm. Get your head, you might die. Yeah. The likelihood of getting bit by a dog and dying, not as much as the gator. And yet they're letting this gator into the Phillies game, dude. Well, they didn't. No, they didn't. They said no, but you think you can walk in there with this gator? Negative. I'm glad they said no. They're like, oh, um, well, I guess so. And then 18 people die. Yeah, exactly. Like, what gator happened? Gator goes on a rampage. <laughs> gator NATO. <laughs> See Sharknado? Gator NATO. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> These people die from fucking Oh, gator. my gosh. So Could dumb. you imagine being the parent letting your kid kiss the gator on no. the lips? No. Nope. And then that gator fucking eats your kid? Yeah. Like, you have nobody in the world to blame but yourself. But your dumbass self. Absolutely. Absolutely. How did little Ronnie die? Well, <laughs> I let him kiss a gator on the lips. <laughs> Bethany, are you fucking. Like, apparently yeah and what world did you think that was going to end up any other way what was that yeah in your mind in your mind what did you think yeah. did it ever cross your mind like this could be bad he said it was a certified yeah. support animal <laughs> he's been trained uh yeah guys also say just the tip too but let's- <laughs> it's just uh, the tip. just the tip bro it's interesting i, I did a I didn't do, I read a study. I didn't do the study, I read it. And they're talking about animals and the way that animals think. And reptiles in particular don't think the way that like a, a mammal thinks. Where, you know, you think in like dog, cat, horse, these animals that we have like, that are domesticated, kind of like the savages. Right? Kind of- <laughs> um, they do have this kinship with their owners. You know, they feel like part of the pack. They feel like they're part of, of something. And and you can see this every day for the people who own animals. You can see this. These animals do form a bond with you. Mm-hmm. But they talked about reptiles. They talked about gators. They talked about crocodiles. They talked about snakes. And one, I think we've brought this up before on the podcast, but I'll just reiterate it. There's a lady who owned a huge constrictor, bow constrictor. Big thing. It was like 20 plus feet long. She would have it cuddle in her bed with her at night. What? Because she was friends with the snake. She thought they were buddies or whatever. And, you know, this thing would typically sleep coiled. She noticed that the snake stopped really eating any of the food she'd feed into this little cage when it was in its, in its cage. It would stop eating the food. And she thought that was weird. And then 
you know, she was kind of worried about it, but you know, sometimes you go for spells without eating much food. But the snake stopped coiling up on the bed and it started sleeping lengthwise. I know where this is going and holy shit. out and she was like worried about the snake. She thought maybe it was sick and it's not like having this normal attitude anymore and she takes the snake in and she's talking to this vet. She's like, hey, my snake's acting weird. He's not eating anymore and he doesn't sleep coiled up on my bed next to me anymore. He sleeps stretched out. And the vet's like, yeah, you know why that is? Because he's going to eat you. He's measuring himself out. He stopped eating so he can get hungry enough. And then one night he's going to strangle you to death and then he's going to eat your ass. And swallow yes. you holes. Yeah. Did it eat her? No, she Fuck. fucking took the advice of the vet and stopped sleeping with the damn animal. Weird. <laughs> like, what would you think? Like, you think this thing's your buddy until it's not. That's the thing. It's your buddy until it's not. They don't ha- They don't think the same way you think or even mm-hmm. like other mammals think. Right. Well, there's there's a reason why we call the part of our brain the reptilian brain. Yeah, exactly. It has two functions. Yeah. To survive and to reproduce. Yep. It's literally going so, to eat you or it's going to fuck you. Exactly. I was going to say, either this thing's going to eat her or fuck her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Either way, gross. <laughs> <laughs> You're not into that hentai stuff? I'm not, I am not. <laughs> See, and at least your dogs will wait till you're dead and then yeah. eat you because yeah, yeah. they have exactly, to. Exactly, because yeah. they need to survive. Yeah. I can do it while you're alive, and I've seen that. I've seen cats eat people. It's pretty gross. because cats are evil. Ugh. It's pretty gross. No, they're not. Yeah, meanwhile, you guys have Zachary Binks running around your damn house. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. She is last week, not Last evil. week I She's came so home. Cute. Or last week I came home. Last week I home. come over. Last week you came <laughs> home. This is your home, bro. It's okay. <laughs> Fuckers. <laughs> I even lived at Brett's house. You did? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, see, I was, when just... I was going through my divorce, and I'm helped building their fucking house over there. <laughs> the first time I've done that type of manual labor, I did not like it. <laughs> Would not recommend. You let him know that you're jealous that I'm an honor. And <laughs> yeah, Fitz showed up the first day. We're doing hard manual labor, pouring concrete, making footings, and just doing the whole kit and caboodle. And you know, Fitz shows up. He's all chipper. He's got flip flops on. He's all hype now. He's got his flip flops on. What you doing? Like, bro, you're wearing fucking flip flops on a construction site. He's like, yeah, why not? I'm like, yeah. fuck, bro. But in my around. head, in my head, they're like, we're pouring concrete. So me, I thought it was like the foundation, right? So it was like flat, like doing. Like, I didn't think to elaborate and get more details because this is my dumbass brain thinking. Yeah, you this wasn't my Asian brain. This was my Polynesian Asian. Or my he thought we were doing. Brain. He thought we were doing flat work, right? Yeah, we're doing foundation nah, stuff. That's not what it was. Up and down ladders, carrying heavy shit everywhere. Yeah. As soon as I got there and got out, I'm like, I am grossly unprepared for this. <laughs> I like, know. I knew this was going to be hard work and I'm fine with that, but fuck, I didn't bring a hat. I, I don't have yeah. closed-toed shoes. I, I should have probably made a list for fits. Like, hey, buddy, this is the attire you need to wear. I didn't think of that. that. I'm sorry. It's Two weeks later fault. when we came back, I had shoes on. Yeah, I had a hat. Yeah, he was ready to go. <laughs> Did Brett just look at you and shake his head? No, nah, I think Brent just realized that I'm re- Okay. He's like, oh, it's just, it's Fitz. Okay, got it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it's funny because Fitz shows up. He's all chipper. He, he maybe made those like realizations. Oh, I didn't fucking bring this shit. Okay, whatever. He's all happy. We're like chit-chatting. And we get into the work. And about halfway through the work, you know, I'm up on the wall, pouring some stuff down. I'm looking down at Fitz. He's in the hole. And he's just like sitting there. And he's like so dejected. I'm like, you good, bro? He's like... <laughs> Fuck him good, bro. Good. <laughs> Get some water in you, bro. Get some water. Keep hydrated. It was hot as shit, too. It was so I kept telling him, I'm like, I am not that kind of brown person. Like, I'm brown, but I'm not that. Like, there's a different type of brown people. I'm not meant to do manual labor in the sun. My 14-year-old's all running around. He's like, Fitz, you got to get doing this, bro. We need this over here. Get over here, Fitz. <laughs> These little kids are running circles around me. I'm like, fuck you and you. Well, the best part of the whole thing, these idiots, him and his other brother, Taryn, they're up on, on part of the house doing concrete and one of the portions of it kind of blew out so we had to like fix it up wait so he fixed it 
<laughs> well, I, I helped a little bit. Oh, actually, I put in the bracing for it. Anyway, so Brett's running around, and he's like, oh, he's like, I can fix it. And this dude and Terrence start talking shit. Oh, yeah, you think you can fix it? He's like, I can fix it. I can fix it. They're going back and forth, back and forth. And he's walking towards me, right? And Brett's a very imposing individual, and I'm terrified of Brett already. And all he, he yells something at him. I said I can freaking fix it. I'm like, holy shit. I'm looking at him like, dude, you two are about to get murdered. And I'm going to be witness to this. Like, stop poking this dude. And they're up there just laughing. They're like nudging each other. I'm like, you motherfucker. So you're not afraid of your dad? No, yeah. I'm still a little afraid, but I was high. Yeah, they, <laughs> I was high up on the I was high up on the scaffolding. They had the high me. ground, and there were two of them. <laughs> there, there you go, high yeah. ground and two of you. We can at least hold them off for a couple minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's like I can run faster than him. Uh, we're good. We're good. <laughs> I said I can fix it. It's like, yeah, he can fix it. Well, they were freaking out, so they had the blowout, right? And so my other brother Taylor and he were kind of freaking out about it. there was a little blowout. And as much concrete as we had poured at the time, it's like I was glad it had gone as smooth as it had. The first time we'd done something like this is a different process. We hadn't used this process before with. The ICF forms and so like I didn't know what to expect and so we'd gotten so much done and we only had like that one little blowout right there and Taylor and my dad are kind of freaking out about it and we're like you can fix it right and my dad's like I can fix it we're like yeah you guys can fix it it's not a big deal and so Taryn just that, that's put, not the tone that they were saying it in more like it was that like, was not the tone why are we freaking out about this we can fix it it's almost like their attitudes were the sky is falling yeah the sky is falling and so Taryn and I are like the sky's not falling guys relax it's not a big deal and so Taryn took it upon himself to like kind of push it to where you're thinking to yourself what do we do just fucking quit we're just gonna quit now we had a little blow we're just gonna fucking quit just tear it all down tear it fuck down Taren, and so Taryn's like saying this, just tear it down just quit let's all go home <laughs> like, can you fix it and my dad's like I can fucking fix it I'm like staring up at these dudes like please don't <laughs> I'm in his path please I don't want to be a death <laughs> I don't want to be a statistic and we could bury him really easy there it's a fucking house <laughs> throw my ass in there exactly cover me just cover them and I'll forever be a part of the family you there you go house. You'd be there honorary. you go <laughs> whatever I'm part of the fucking foundation at that point. <laughs> just holding the house up bro thanks a lot all right that's all my stories that's the only one i had you have that was anyone? a good one right. freaking no, tell great stories yeah stories from them screets bro let's get to the screet stories i've got a couple do you have anything wait anything? did we do rookie did, stories did, we did you you yeah. did rookie yeah. story we did rookie you didn't even listen yeah he, yeah motherfucker no he, <laughs> he listened but you know what's funny this out there real quick just so you know it was well received oh, i yeah, hear all i hear all the oh, time like, how much people love that episode they love it i'm like good i'm glad they freaking love that episode so i think it was the perspective yeah, different perspective. That was brought in different perspective. And I yeah. think there was such a contrast between experience and new blood. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Right? So there was there was that. I think we should do another one. Yeah. yeah. Well, being from our department, it's not as big of like a unicorn that, to have a female officer where other departments like you're one, the only one or one of right. two. Yeah. Yeah. Our department's so big that it's there's quite a few female officers. Dude, we get really. quite a bit nowadays. Quite a few. There's yeah. a gaggle. Is that what it's called? A, a gaggle. gaggle of gaggle. women? Or gaggle? is it a Karen of women? Karen of women? <laughs> what know. is it? A flock? It's not a flock. Uh, it's not a flock. What do you call a bunch of men? Pride. Fucking losers. Pride. <laughs> bunch of idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> bunch of idiots. Bunch of D-gens. You might have enough PC. brain cells to make know. one brain then. Probably. Uh, that's stretching it, but that's stretching it. Possibly. <laughs> All right. A murder. So a, murder. a murder of women. A murder of women. Yes. Probably true. 
Because you yep. get enough women together, they're killing somebody. Yeah. So yeah, you missed the rookie story. Sorry. Yeah. I told. You have to go I, back I and listen. I'll have to listen again. It's been a minute, obviously. Okay. So I've got a bunch of good stories. Uh, stuff that's happened recently, and I haven't told any of these because we've had some guests on, and we've kind of let them do their thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to like compromise the time, and I don't want to compromise the time now. But I'll just kick us off with a couple. So we get a call of a guy who wants to jump off of a bridge that spans across the freeway. So the reason being is because he had some cancer in his body and they had to go in and remove the cancers and the cancer that was in his body was in his arm and they had to amputate his arm. He's like, he's a homeless individual. He loses his arm. They have to chop his arm off. And then they had to like go down his side and basically just cut him open all the way down to his belly area. And so he had, his arm had been amputated and then they, you know, sewed it up and put staples in and then all the way down his side, his lat area underneath his armpit, all the way down to his belly on the side of his body. And they had to cut all the way down there. I mean, I don't know. I've never done an amputation. I've never really seen an amputation, but they had to fucking do this, right? So they cut him all the way down there while they sewed him back up and they stitched him back up and then he gets out of the hospital. I mean, he still had his freaking bracelets and shit on. So he goes down to this place. I don't want to live. So he's gone through this whole thing and now he just wants to kill himself. So he goes down to this bridge and he fucking jumps. Before we can get there and stop him, he decides to freaking go over the top. I'm assuming other people are calling in. Yeah, they've called it in. This guy's going to jump. And so we were flying down there. Well, he fucking does the deed before we can get there. And now it's like the aftermath. We're showing up on scene. The guys are showing up down below. This guy is still breathing. He's still alive. Interesting. Yeah. And he lived. He lives. This is like probably 40 feet up, right? He didn't land on his head. He just landed flat. No feet, just flat. Flat. Boom. And when he landed, it popped all of his stitches and popped all of his staples. And his guts were coming out of his body off the side. And he's still- Were you like pushing him back in? You're like, that doesn't belong up here. Was I pushing him back in? Hell no. On the last story I told (laughs) on the last podcast, I had that dude who was like cut up. the guts in. I was like, no, I'm not touching them shits. It's not my fucking purview. Mm -hmm. I'm going to mess some stuff up. I'll probably push in like a bunch of dirt with it too. It's coming out a good thing. something I'm not supposed to. So the medics show up, you know, our guys are there like, yeah, get medics here, expedite. He's still alive and conscious and breathing. So the medics show up and they put him on the damn gurney and they take him back up to the hospital. The guy freaking lived, man. Oh my God. Yes. He jumped off this overpass trying to kill himself because he didn't want to live anymore. And they saved him. He should try to land on his head next time. I'd probably do the trick. But he didn't. So there's a guy. Remember the city I told you that I was an investigator over? Okay. Well, I obviously patrolled that area for a while too. And there was a guy that had tried to kill himself with a hunting rifle. But instead of leaning into it, he leaned back. Mm. So it just blew his face. Just ripped his face off. Yeah. Just blew his face off. And where I worked for a small agency- so different areas, like you were the only officer in the area. Sometimes there were two of you. We'll get a call one night of a prowler. It's an area where two officers should be, but the other officer had went down into town mm-hmm. <laughs> to get um, lunch. And mm-hmm. so I was up there by myself. No big deal. So I'm going route. You know, you get there, you black out. I'm like walking up towards the house, listening. Dispatch is like, um, he says he has a baseball bat. If they make entry into the house, he can hear him like wiggling the door and stuff. If they make an entry into the house, he's going to hit him with it. And I'm like, okay, sounds like a great idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, so as I'm coming around this house, I can start hearing like leaves crunching and movement. And I'm like, this is legit. There's, there's literally there's someone back right, here, you know? Yeah. And so I've got my gun out and I come around the corner and I see this, like a shadow of a guy from the back of him. And so I'm, I yell, the department I worked for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, please stop. Yeah, please stop. I, you know, I identified the department I worked for. Show me your hands. And this guy flings around. He's got a baseball bat in his hand and he's got no freaking face. Damn. Well, right. So like, and I was pulling the slack. I was ready to shoot him <laughs> out of sheer fear. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Because well, yeah. faceless individual. <laughs> yeah. But what was so funny about it's like when I was um, in training, I had been, that house had been pointed out to me by my field training officer. They're like, hey, the guy that lives there doesn't have a freaking face and told me the whole story behind it. And he's like, and he has this, he's always out 
out at night. You'll see him walk in the neighborhoods at night and stuff like that. If I hadn't been told that beforehand, because then all of a sudden, like, everything just started clicking. I'm like, yeah. oh, God, it, this is his house, and he's the one that's calling it in. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, yeah. Geez. And I go to him, I was like, I thought you were inside. And he's like, you guys weren't here fast enough. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, welcome to Police Sark. <laughs> Anyways, long story short, so like the way he's acting and stuff, I feel like he's self-conscious. He knows he doesn't have a face. Now he's talking to a female, you know, the whole Mm -hmm. bit. So I'm being very sympathetic to him. And I'm like, look, there's no one around right now. I'll be just down the street, go in the house, make sure the doors are locked. I'll stay right here in the area. He calls back. Well, now they're in his attic. He's on freaking meth. My first interaction with him, I didn't cap- pick up on that just because I thought sure. the way he was acting, he was just That's embarrassed. How he is now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, or something like that. This yeah. is how faceless people act. Yeah, right. It's a. So we get called back, and you know, now they're in his attic. He can hear him talking about wanting to come down. And by now, my partner's back up there. So we both respond to the house. In the meantime, I had like sat there and done my research on him. And I'm like, oh, yeah. there we go. Yeah. That, this is who I'm dealing with. Yeah. yeah, meth. So then my partner's all bit going, well, you know what? Let This attic right up here? Yeah, yeah. And I go, how'd they get up there? Like literally, how'd they get up there? And he's like, well, they climbed. I'm like, with what? My partner, kid you not, gets a ladder, opens the, and I'm like, why are we playing into this? Yes. Why are we playing into this right now? But anyways, he's like, oh, okay, I've looked up there. There's not there. Maybe, you know, go lay down, put some cotton in your ear so you can't hear him. I'm like, that's not going to help. The no. voices are in his voices head. Are inside of his head. they're going to keep him in exactly. there. Stop <laughs> using meth. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Faceless yeah. One. Stop, Stop using, meth. using methamphetamine. So, same guy. Fast forward. Oh, and then my sergeant was like, he calls back in. I want him arrested for abuse of a 911 system. I'm done and done. Fast forward, get a bomb threat. Well, someone's at home making a bomb, same guy. (laughs) And so freaking we got to the house, have to evacuate like all these houses because yes, there's bomb making. He's got like the BB, he's got it all. Oh no shit. But he's not there. So it was like his brother-in-law calls it in that he goes down into dude's bedroom and's like, holy shit, he's got everything out. He's trying to make a freaking bomb. Trying to make a bomb. Interesting. Anyways. Did he not learn his lesson with the fucking rifle? It gets... You I'm know what I mean? I'm dead serious, right? I'm, At what point do you just quit? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to show you guys well, a picture of this guy. Anyways, so- I'm actually very curious what he looks like. So he's not there. So, mm-hmm. but you know, we've got the house, like there's cops everywhere and stuff. And then I see him drive by and I'm like, there he goes. So I jump in my truck and I go after him, pull him over, arrest him, um, get him down to the jail. And this particular jail that I used to work mm-hmm. out of for mm-hmm. whatever, they would go through this line of questioning. So they're asking him these questions. I'm sitting there just doing my paperwork and they're like, are you suicidal? He's like, no. Well, have you ever attempted? He goes, what the fuck do you think happened to my face? He says that. Oh, yeah. And I'm all, yeah, this is just going to keep it right here. <laughs> yeah. Got him when we're searching his car after I arrest him. He had his freaking prosthetic face. Prosthetic face? Yeah, like, like rubber shit, that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Does he, why wouldn't you just like wear a mask? I <laughs> Wear a mask? Like, like a, co- put like a full a on mask? No, like like a full like a scream mask or like a adjacent mask. Like at that point, just fuck, dude. A prosthetic? A prosthetic face. He like cut a face off of okay. a dummy that he wears on his face. From the office. Yes, from the office. Right from the office. Yes. People get face transplants. Face transplants? Yeah, it's that's called a thing. face off. I've seen that show. <laughs> didn't work out very good. Didn't turn out very well for him. <laughs> he lost. That's a good movie. Mm-hmm. I got this one about the coke. So initially what happened is we get a dispatched call. Says that a guy is on top of this building. And he said that he's, he's you know, he's going to jump. It's obvious. He's at the very, very tip top. Only employees can access it. Somehow this guy gets up there. As the sergeant, I'm listening. I'm like, okay, I better show up up there. Just make sure the guys have everything they need and help out where I can. I know there's two cops who have been dispatched and they've arrived. 
well, the one cop, I hear him saying that he's up on the roof now with our individual wants to kill himself. There's a second cop. I'm like, is he up there too? I don't know. Sometimes you don't have both guys like calling arrived on the roof, but where's this other cop at? But as I'm showing up into the parking lot, I see the other cop. He's down on the main floor and he's blocking off traffic on the number three lane with his car and getting cones. And he's getting on the radio now saying, I need more people up here to block off traffic. And I'm looking at it. Why are we blocking traffic? This is interesting because where the building is, there's a huge parking lot that's probably 150 feet deep until you get to the street. Mm -hmm. So if this dude jumps off the building or falls or whatever, he's going to land in this parking lot. He's not going to land in the fucking street. There's no reason we need to be worried about the street. But this officer, new guy, is worried about the street. So nobody's up there with this other officer. I'm like, okay, that's bad. I hate when I have a guy up on a ledge by himself. That's well, bad. A suicidal guy. That's yeah, one on one, bro. That's not good odds. Shit happens. He gets pulled over the side too. Not not bueno. Luckily enough, the guy who's up there is smart. He's not getting close, mm-hmm. trying to stay off. And the dude. So there's like this railing at the, on the top roof that goes all the way around the roof. And the dude is holding onto the railing off the side of the building. Oh, he's so already he's, over. He's there. hanging. He's hanging off the side with his hands. And the cops up there trying to talk to him, trying to negotiate with him. Well, next thing I hear is the cop who's up there with him says, "Hey, somebody bring me a coke." Huh? So we've got social workers who work and listen to the radio and they come out mm-hmm. for stuff like this. And they're like, we're en route with the Coke. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, cool. They're going to get a fire house. So they show up and they run up. This, they, I think they showed up about the same time I was showing up. <laughs> they get to the elevator and they go up and they've got this Coke in their hand. They go out there and they give it to the officer who's on scene and they give him the Coke. And they hey, man, we got your Coke right here. The dude comes over the fucking edge. Comes back up top. No shit. It comes back up top. For a fucking co- fucking See, for Now a that's coke. a guy that just was looking for an out. Yeah. He was looking for, he was an, looking out, for an out. He was hoping somebody mm-hmm. gave it to him. Yeah. And it all came from Coke. And it did, dude. So yeah. they give him this Coca-Cola, they sit him down, and uh thinking, good job, you know? Way to go. You convinced this guy thinking to come off the edge. The box, bro. Obviously. And and I'm like, okay, let's get off the roof and go downstairs. What bad can still happen here? This guy could go crazy and he could try to jump still, try to yeah. pull us over the edge. I don't want to fight with this guy on top of this roof. Yeah. So I'm like, let's get him downstairs. I talked to him. I said, hey, let's let's get downstairs. We can get you the help you need down there. I don't really like being on this roof. And the guy's like, if you don't fucking like it, then why the fuck did you show up? <laughs> well, I'm the boss on scene. So what I say goes, and we're going downstairs now. Whether you like it or not, that's what's happening. So let's go. I'm not going to pussyfoot around this guy, so... He sees that I'm serious. He's like, okay. So he stands up and we walk out and we get to the elevator. We go down to the elevator. We get to the lobby area and the guy sees the ambulance outside of the doors. The doors have glass. You know, he sees this ambulance waiting in the parking lot. And he's like, I'm not going to the hospital. And the fire guy's like, hey man, you were going to go to the hospital and we're going to get you the help that you need. He's like, no, I'm not going to the hospital. I want to go out that door. And there's a side door. He wants to go out the side door. He kind of tries to pull away and I grab onto him. Just gently nice around his neck and i say hey buddy you're not going out that door you're going out the front doors and you're gonna do it because we said you're gonna do it he's like fine so he keeps walking and the fire guy tries to like grab a hold of his arm he shirks the fire guy off don't fucking touch me all right whatever so he's kind of hostile already and mm-hmm. he's shown that he's suicidal so you can't trust his judgment at this point in time you've sure. got to basically lay out the dominance so he doesn't try to fuck around sure so we get outside and mind you i'm with the officer who's on the roof with me and now a few more officers have showed up we've probably got three or four officers there and i tell the dude, I said, hey, sit down on the curb right there. I don't want to sit down. I said, sit down on the curb or I'm going to make you sit down. I don't want to sit down. So the officer who's with me goes to the front of him and tries to talk to this guy. Hey man, you know, you need to sit down. This is why like trying to explain to this guy why he's going to fucking sit down. In the meantime, like what's the dude doing? Is he thinking of a way he can escape? Possibly. Is he thinking of a way he can fight us? Possibly. So I'm not going to let that happen. So I just decide I'm going to put this guy on the ground. So I grab him by his shoulders. He's facing away from me. I grab him by his shoulders and I kick the back of his knees and I just fucking take him down to the ground. Mm-hmm. Just ride him down to the ground. 
not a big deal. That's like not very much force used. I just kicked this fucking base out from underneath him by kicking the back of his knees and ride him down to the ground. Not something now, that we haven't done before. Exactly. A bajillion times. And so we take him down to the ground and now he starts trying trying to wrestle with us, but the fucking blue pile, the polyester pile comes up and jumps on top of him and they're grabbing arms and like no strikes are thrown. I mean, guys are grabbing arms and ripping them out and fucking putting them behind his back and it worked out perfectly. And I also saw the dude had a knife in his pocket. So I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to fuck around and let him get to that knife possibly as a folding knife. So I take him down, put him in cuffs and now he's just motherfucking. And I was like, fuck you guys. How can you do this to me? I fucking need the police's help. And you're here putting me in custody. And I was like, dude, if you just do what we say, you're not going to get hurt. Right. You're, you're just going to go to the hospital and get pink sheeted and get checked out. Make sure that you're mentally good to go. And then you're going to get released. Yeah. Not a big deal. But he wanted to mess around. So we had to use a little bit of force to take him into custody. Well, it pissed off one of the ambulance techs. Oh, that you used force. Yes. They are so mad. This ambulance tech turns to the officer on scene and says, I think that we need to get that bald cop out of here. He's causing problems. And the cop who's on scene was like, he's causing problems? He's the only one here actually effectually trying to put this guy in custody and keep him safe. He's the only guy here who's actually taking action when they should have taken action. Mm -hmm. So the ambulance takes like, whatever, and like walked away. So I talked to the officer afterward who informed me that that happened. Yeah, He's there with his recruit. And he told the recruit, he saw me tell the dude, hey man, sit down. And then he heard me say, I'm telling you to sit down. I'm going to make you sit down. And at that point in time, he grabbed his recruit and pushed his recruit toward me. So I pushed him <laughs> over there. And the recruit's like, well, what are you doing? He's like, Sarge is going to go hands on. Yeah, you're about to find out. He's going to go hands on. He's going to take this guy to the ground. Get over there and help him. And right then is when I freaking tackle the guy down to the ground. And then the recruit's like, oh, shit. And the recruit's like, how did you know he's going to do that? Well, it's called Ask Tell Me. Ask Tell Me, bitch. <laughs> He asked me, told him, and he made him. It's called ATM, bro. Yeah. Google ATM. search. Google search Google that search shit. Google search ATM on your work computer. Google ATM on your work computer. And see what it brings up. <laughs> I was going to say, it was your verbal judo. <laughs> Sir, is there anything I can say that would make you comply? So he fucking sitting down there, and so he's like telling his recruit the stuff, and the recruit was like, wow, that's eye-opening, you know? Ask, tell, make. Mm-hmm. And he saw how effective it was and took the dude into custody. Like, you don't let people mess around because yeah. you don't know what's going to happen. He's just like, you got to be that person who's in charge and take charge and make sure that people stay safe. That's my intent. And that's what happened. And so we're sitting on the ground with this guy and he's still motherfucking everybody. And techs are like, we want to take him to the hospital to get him pink sheeted. I'm like, he's already committed fucking crimes. He's He's got this and this, like, we're going to take him to jail. But the fucking ambulance techs and the fire guys are like, we really want to take him to the hospital. And I'm talking to the initial. He's like, yeah, let's just take him to the hospital and get him checked out. I'm like, it's your fucking rodeo. I think we should take him to jail, but you do what you want to do. Oh. They're loaning him onto the gurney. They're going to take him up to the hospital. He's still kind of being a little bit combative, like kicking a little bit and whatever. Why are we fucking around with this guy? Let's just take him to jail. So in the meantime, they're loading him into the, into the ambulance. This lady who lives at this place, this manor, and you get a lot of older people who live there because they get assistance when they live there. She comes walking up. She'd watch the whole thing. And she walks up right to me. She says, I really like you. I said, well, I appreciate that. Thanks for that. It's nice to be appreciated. And she says, you just know how to be a real police officer. And I like the way you handled that young man. You put him in his place and he needed to be put in his place. Nice. He's crying about you guys using force on him and it was hurting. What do you think was going to happen if he fell off that roof? It would have hurt a lot more. <laughs> I was like, you're absolutely right. That would have hurt a lot more than the force I used on him. She's like, yeah, he needs to learn a lesson. I think he did. You taught him that lesson. Good job. <laughs> I'm like, good. Have a nice day. Can I get that door for you? Oh, yeah. door. She walks inside <laughs> that was pretty funny so they take your eyeball in that ambulance text yeah so you hear that yeah basically right so they put him in the ambulance and then he's just fucking around still started driving and then they stopped because he's oh trying to kick gosh. the text i'm gonna make the decision now i'm overriding all these other decisions yeah. being made he's going to fucking jail yeah. good so i go up to the fire guys i'm like he's going to jail i go up to the ambulance text stop your vehicle Open the back doors. We're taking him out. Well, why? I'm said because he's going to jail. You have no say in this now. I'm overriding everybody. I'm the authority on scene. Get him out of the ambulance right now. Right. So they pull him out. We wrap him up in this wrap. 
and then we take his ass to jail. I'm like, that's the way it needs to go. Mm-hmm. That's the way it should have gone in the first place. Yeah. So I think some of these guys saw that. It's like, oh yeah, that's a that's a good point, Sarge. And so I hope that that's a, a learning lesson that they have. Like if you've got somebody who's committed crimes, even if they have some yes. sort of mental thing going on, you still take them to jail because the jail has those resources as well. Yes. But they're going to be safer because you're not going to have them at a hospital with doctors and nurses that don't know how to protect themselves. They can be at jail and talk to the same type of people at the jail where the people actually have the ability to intercede if this person decides they want to fight. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And that's a that's a hard lesson learned, right? Like yeah. that's not you automatically think, oh, they're suicidal, they need to go to the hospital. Jail mm-hmm. usually doesn't even play into it. Mm-hmm. We had had a chick that beats up boyfriend that lives a couple of or a guy that she was sleeping with. Whether there's a relationship or anything. She beats him up. She beats him up. Oh, that's so hot. She beats she beats him up. <laughs> oh, yes. So, so she beats Say him more. up. We get called. I mean, she trashes his apartment. He's got scratches. I mean, yeah. God, that is. Do you still have her contact info? Like, I, I don't. But like, this is this okay? So we get called there. You know, that's this, the best result, right? Getting killed after like. <laughs> we get called there. He gives us her apartment number. We go to her apartment. She's not coming out. When she does come out, she's got like a string around her neck, and you can tell she's been trying to hang herself and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh shit, we're totally different level now. Yeah. She's like, I don't want to go to jail. I'm just gonna kill myself. So we get medical there, doing everything. Well, there was an older officer who probably should have retired long before he did. But when once they get her on the gurney, then she decides she's going to start being right. a freak and she's kicking and she's doing all this stuff. I'm holding on to her one leg. He's got her other legs. They've got the top part of her, you know, strapped up. Yeah. Well, one of her legs breaks free. And let me just say it wasn't the leg I was holding. And I get kicked right in the face. My my freaking camera goes flying off me the whole bit, you know, because it, like, it throws me back a little bit. And I'm yeah. like, yeah. fuck you. Get back in there and stuff. And they end up having to sedate her because she is just batshit freaking crazy and my sergeant who's now a lieutenant goes to me um crime lab taking pictures of your face yet and i go why my face and he's like go look what she did because he knew she'd kicked me and that's yeah. it that was his thing he's like yeah. she can go to jail yeah like she can go to jail Absolutely. she wants to assault mm-hmm. an officer she's going to jail mm-hmm. yep. anyways but we were so far into the whole medical point by this point. Long story short, I go and look at the mirror and I'm like, oh, yeah, she got me good. Yeah. I mean, like. It's like a fucking tread mark on your face or what? It was like half of my face just swollen up uh, and red yeah. and like turning colors. Yeah. So we charge her with the assault on a PO. Mm-hmm. Do all that. Fast forward. And it bruised. Like I had to cover it with makeup. You know, looked like my boyfriend was a freaking abuser <laughs> and shit. Everyone's like, like oh. are you doing okay? How's home life? Is it all right? Are you okay? Link twice. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's not him. I promise. It was me. I, I wasn't listening. <laughs> it's totally my fault. Dinner, oh my dinner will be ready next time. <laughs> oh, shit. So I get a call from the prosecuting attorney on this case. You know, hey, we're going to go ahead and not charge the Saldana PO. She's had a really rough home life. Like she hasn't had a dad since she was three. He starts giving me this, and I was like, I don't. Are you kidding me right what now? The hell? And he's like, Is that well, in the law? Like if they didn't have a good home life, then they can't be charged with a crime. Yeah. That's what it Show says me in the statute. where in the code book. Yeah, that it statute. Says that. that makes right, sense. Right. Yeah. If they had a rough, home, and I'm the like, I don't care. And I was like, and he goes, well. I mean, where you're the victim, we kind of have to run it by you and see what your feelings are. And I go, you're going to drop it regardless of what I want to do. I go, so we'll just do this. I go, I just need to kick her in the face. Excuse me. I like it. He goes, like uh, what? It. What? And I go, yeah. I go, she kicked me in the face. Eye for an eye. I go, all I'm going to need to do is 
kick her in the face, and then we're good. Call it square. Yeah. I'm like, and then I'm I'm totally good with you yeah. dropping that like charge. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just kind of sat there and he goes, um, I think I understand where you're coming yeah. from on this. And I go to him, I was like, did you see the pictures? Oh, yeah, she got you good. Yeah. Why the fuck I go, are we but having we're, this conversation, dude? Right. Yeah. But we're just going to let it go because she's had a rough life. Yeah. And, you know, fuck, we can say that about what, 80% of crime? Right. Exactly. And so I'm like, she just kicked the shit out of her boyfriend, trashed his apartment. Right. Then goes suicidal, which whatever. Mm-hmm. And then kicks me in the face. And we're just, oh, she's had a rough life. We're not going to do anything mm-hmm. about that. I never went to court on it. So I have no idea what happened. They probably yeah. dropped it. Like, I, oh, I'm sure they did. Well, it's like the, the story that we talked about earlier from Virginia. That lady had a fucked up life. Mm-hmm. But we're just going to excuse that for two murders. Exactly. She had a messed up life. She had a messed up life. Who doesn't? Everybody, you know what I mean? No one's had the picture perfect exactly. life. So, but. And sure, some yeah. people have it harder than others, but it's not an excuse to fucking go out That's there and commit crimes. not an excuse. Go out there and commit crimes? Fuck that, dude. You can't use that as an excuse. It's a stupid. It's laziness, and these guys just didn't want to prosecute it. They didn't want to fucking spend the time on it. They saw this little out. They're like, ah, we could just fight. Okay, let's do it that way. Yeah. Like, what a bunch of bullshit. Absolutely. And it's the fact that you're the cop. They also think like, well, you could probably signed up for it. So they kind of deserve it because they asked for it because they're cops. Well, how many how many of our you know city I mean? and district attorneys have said that? Yeah. On many cases of, of assault against peace officer. Well, you guys signed up for that. Yeah. Motherfucker. No, I didn't. Exactly. I didn't sign up to get assaulted. That's exactly. Not, that was nowhere in the job description nope. to be okay with getting assaulted. That was exactly. not anywhere in that right. process. That is stupid. That is such a dumbass fucking reason. Mm-hmm. But you hear it. Okay, well, let me ask this. We're all parents. How many times have you called the cops to come parent your child? Zero. Okay, I'm also a zero. Fitz? Oh, I call Jake all the time. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I have. <laughs> okay, you don't count, Josh. <laughs> I'm done. Dad, Grandpa. Come reinforce this <laughs> situation. Come reinforce your sons. Do you ever call them his sons when they're being bad? Your children? No. Your kids? Yes, she does. No, I, I don't. To, I don't do it very often, but she does it sometimes. I used to do that to Shante all the time. But your kids? Your kids are acting your a kids. fool. Well, they're our kids. Well, they're our kids when they're behaving. They're your kids when they're being idiots. <laughs> Based on their behavior, they're yours right now. <laughs> <laughs> she'd get so annoyed oh my hell we had a speaking about kids we had a call yesterday this is interesting i'll just lay it out the way that it came in and i'll kind of pick your guys brain what you think so we get a call yesterday it's like eight thirty in the morning nine o'clock in the morning and it's from this lady a mom who calls in that her son has been missing since the day before at 8 a.m so he's been missing for 24 hours and she's now calling it in mm-hmm. she was aware that he did not go to school and how old is he? 16. She's aware that he didn't go to school because they have like a deal where if they don't show up, they're notified by the school. Like, right. Yeah. They typically get like the mm-hmm. automated mm-hmm. voice. Or, uh, so she's aware he didn't go to school and she, he has a phone and she's trying to call him. He's not answering. She's not picking up. And she has some adult daughters and nobody's heard from this kid all of yesterday. Mm-hmm. Never heard from him until this day, which is 24 hours later. Now she decides to call the police. A little weird. Mom knows kid's been gone for 24 hours. Never done this before. He's never gone missing before, mm-hmm. never shown up late to his home from hanging out with friends, never been late, never missed school just randomly, never ever has he ever sloughed school. He has good grades. This is very much out of the ordinary out for of, this yeah. kid. It's not like some kid who's a habitual runaway. Sure. This is a very unique situation. He's 16 and he's not showing up at home. Like, what are you thinking? You get that call. Kidnapped. Something like, something might be weird, yeah, right? So- something might be weird. Right. You, something's not right. Aliens. <laughs> aliens got him. Aliens. <laughs> he's <laughs> living a double life as a superhero and he's off saving the universe somewhere. <laughs> there you go. These are all. But checking in on him, mom. Plausible. Give right? him some space. Give him some to space. Be a hero. Let him figure it out. So, uh, 
the dispatch couple of my guys out there and they get there and they're kind of running the game. I show up on scene. Mom's there. It's on the northwest side of the city. I show up out there. Mom's out talking with the guys and you know they're running their investigation trying to figure out where this kid's at they get his phone number they find out who his sisters are and they start making contact with the sisters who are the adults they live out they don't live at home they live out in like different cities nearby and they've contacted them and the one sister's like yeah he just texted me and said i'm good so all the text says is i'm good okay cool can you still try to contact him and see if he'll call you maybe a facetime if we can get like verification this kid's not dead or dying or being held against his will Mm -hmm. we can kind of leave you know, we don't need to be doing more than that. We're just trying to check the welfare of this kid. Make sure he's really okay. And even if you get a text from somebody that says, I'm good, that could Doesn't be anybody. Doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So we've got to do more of investigation. So we're trying to find out more and I'm picking mom's brain like, okay, does he have friends? Who are they? Does he have a girlfriend? Could he be with her? You know, I'm thinking that I'm kind of around that, that route. And the mom's like, yeah, he has a girlfriend. She's kind of a punk. She always got her ass all over him. I've seen it. And I met the mom one time with this girl. And the mom is, does not like me. She told me, stay out of her business. And she doesn't care. Like, what my boy's doing? Stay out of his business. So she's like, mom is just like a party mom. She lets kids come over to the house. She buys weed for him. Let's them smoke weed. I've told my boy, I don't want you over there. I think she's a bad influence. I think this girl you're hanging out with is a bad influence too. I'm like, okay, prime suspect, number one. That's that's I'm like, I know where the kid is. That's where, yeah. that's where he's at, right? I said, okay, what do you think? You think the kid's over there? You think your boy's over at this girl's house? I don't know. What mom would let him stay over there all night long? This mom. The mom that you just described, right? I'm like, yeah, it sounds like this, like, do you see this? Like the mom you just described, I think that she would totally do that. Maybe you wouldn't do that, but the mom you just described would do that. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, it's a possibility. Okay, do you know where they live? Well, I think it's in this area. I don't know. Do you know mom's name? Uh, I just know her name's like Jennifer. I said, okay, don't know last names? No. Does he have a Facebook? Can we find something out? You know, sometimes you got to lead people because they can't yeah. think of the stuff themselves. So mm-hmm. Especially when they're in a stressful mm-hmm. incident. So we're yeah. leading them and helping her figure this shit out. Then we find out who mom is, find out name. The guys run the name on the system. We find out where they live. Cool. So I said, my guys, I'm like, you two go over to this apartment and they find the apartment number. Go knock on the door and see if we can establish contact with them and see if the boy's there. Backing officer heads over there and then she'll stay with me initially. We were staying there on scene, seeing if mom gets any more info from daughters. And then I'm talking to mom and I'm like, okay, so what do you think? Why would your boy not show back up and just be texting the sisters? And now he, we just got info that he texted again said, I'll call mom in a bit. And then another text, these are probably 15, 20 minutes apart. The sister gets another text, says, I just don't know what to do. Okay. So those are the texts that we've gotten. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I've already made up in my mind what's going on, but I'm not saying it to mom yet. What do you think is going on? What do you guys think is going on? He got her pregnant. Right? That's what I'm thinking. Yep. He knocked up girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And now they stayed over at the house and they're trying to formulate like what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. So I really that infor- I don't say to mom like your boy knocked up this girl. That's not I didn't tell her that's what I'm thinking, but I'm helping mom try to figure that out herself. Like, hmm, let me. Mom's see. like, I don't know. Is he doing drugs? I don't think he's doing drugs. I said, okay, you guys just had parent teacher conference yesterday. He's got great grades. He doesn't stay out at night. Like he doesn't have shitty friends that he hangs out with. Like except for her. Yeah. I'm Other like, than the, this bad drugs, influential girlfriend. Like, is it drugs? I don't think it's drugs. I think it's something else. She's like, well, is he in trouble with the law? Did he commit a crime? I'm like, no, that's Dude, not what it he is. He got the girlfriend and the mom pregnant. <laughs> he got them both preggers. Bro's just living out the dream at 16. Good for so, you, buddy. Ew. That is not a dream. Mom, that's a nightmare. Yes. Serious. Holy balls. So. Sorry, not the baby part, but the, the mom's. You know, never mind. The girlfriend mom. and the mom. Yeah. No? <laughs> no. As I'm sitting there talking to the mom, this kid comes walking down the street who's like a friend of her of her boy 
And she starts talking to him. She's like, you know where he's at? And the boy's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I know where he's at. Okay, let's go. And they jump in her car and take off. <laughs> and I'm like, the fuck, man? Like, you can tell us where you're going? I'm like, we pretty much know where he's at. And if mom finds him, so be it. I guess mom can take off. And that back, the initial officer's still there with me. And I see them, we see them take off in this car. And I turn to the initial officer. I'm like, hey, man, go down with our backing officer who's going down to this apartment complex. Because I don't know if mom's going to show up out there right now. There's going to be some, like, Drama. kerfuffle. So go down there. and Yeah. yeah. So go, the, go there and back him up and make sure we get stuff going. I'll stay here on scene in case mom comes back and I can let her know what's going on. So I stayed on scene. They go down to this apartment complex. They're doing knock and talks. And the officer relay over the radio. We're knocking on the door. And we can hear people behind the door and we can see the peephole gets dark. So we know that people are in there, but they're not coming to the door. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, we'll stay there and keep announcing you're the police. You're not there to arrest anybody. Nobody's in trouble. We just got to verify proof of life on homeboy. Make sure he's good to go. And as soon as we can verify he's good, we're going to leave. Just keep announcing that at the door. Push comes to shove. Finally, they come out the door and guess who's inside? The boy. Oh, yeah. The son is inside the freaking apartment with girl and mom. Ship shape. Totally fine. He's like, yep, I'll go home with you guys. So he jumped in the cop car with the cops and then brought him back to the house. And mom came back before they got back. And I told mom, hey, we found your son. Oh, you did? Where was he? He's like, with girlfriend. She's like, oh, I knew he was there. I said, okay. Yeah. Did you? All right. Good enough. So we left. We didn't investigate if girlfriend's pregnant. That's not really our purview. That's something they're going to have to figure out. But uh, that's kind of how it went down. So I'm pretty sure he probably knocked up girlfriend. Oh, okay. Whatever. So I was he like, you never mom. found out for sure. No. That was just your feeling on it? That's not our purview, but I'm thinking that's probably what it is. If you've got a kid acting like that, that's most likely what's going down. Mm-hmm. I think at least. Well, and especially if he's also, I don't know what to do. Yeah. That's the thing that was the clincher, that's I think. That's an odd statement yeah, that's randomly mm-hmm. make. Yeah. Right, Unsolicited. Right. Obviously, he says that as he's at girlfriend's house. I don't know what to do. It's like, well, it's because he's done something that he can't freaking figure out how to undo. fix. Yeah. <laughs> can't undo that once yep. the cat is out of the bag. Yep. Once you put that baby in the oven. <laughs> that's what it is. Okay. Settle down, Hitler. Hitler. Damn. <laughs> that was it's freaking bun dumb. in the oven. Oh, bun yeah. in the I was like, fuck, that escalated quickly. <laughs> I'm like, Hitler. <laughs> wow. What the fuck other than Hitler's putting babies in the oven. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> bun in the oven. <laughs> Baby in the oven. So <laughs> my bad. I have a question with the domestic violence. Do you get a lot of repeat Absolutely. people? Mm-hmm. That would probably be really hard. So it's actually the way they figure who gets what cases is based if you have had that same person before. Oh, makes sense. So like I will get, say, a girl named Jody. Anytime, even with a different suspect or anything else like that, anytime a case with her comes in, she's automatically mine. Mm. Because so you're I've like dealt attached with to a victim? You're attached to Continuity victims. Continuity of some uh-huh. sort. And yeah. you do, you get ones that I open my queue and I'm like, really? Again? again? Yeah. We're going to do this all over again? Okay. So yeah, there's a lot, a lot of repeat. Yeah, that would um, be really hard to see. Yeah, and then, I mean, you've, I've definitely seen um, abuse of the system, for lack of better terms. You know what I mean? Where the victim is calling in absolutely no evidence of anything, and then wants to get mad that you're not going to, you're not just going to go arrest him. I'm like, yeah, I need this silly thing called evidence, probable yeah. cause. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just told you. Words mean yeah. nothing. Yeah. And I'm like, and he'll tell me something totally different. Yeah. Well, if you're going to believe him, I'm like, over you. I mean, yeah. seriously. Children, it's not children, about children. Who you believe. So, exactly. It's, it's, I'm like, yeah. it becomes a he said, she said. Mm-hmm. Let, let me yeah. get. Well, when I end up dead, it's on you. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. 
Let me jump on this real quick. So interesting, yesterday, or when we were working, not yesterday, the day before, when we were working, I get a call from one of the guys. If the guys go out and handle certain types of calls, I ask, they, they call me when they have certain things that are going on. Like if you got a big case, like yeah. obviously a homicide comes in, I'm going to hear about that shit. But sometimes those go on some stuff that doesn't sound as big a deal and I won't be like aware of it. So I'm like, hey, if you get these types of cases, they're pretty aware of like, just call the Sarge, let me know what's going on. Right, right, right. So they go on this call of... It's like a custody dispute between mom and dad and their seven-year-old kid. Actually, it was way more than that. It was evolved. As they get on scene, they find out more details. And what happened is this little girl, she's seven, is telling dad and told her caretaker, because dad works, so she's at like a babysitter in the daytime when the mom also works. Yeah. They've got like this split custody that's going on between like mom and dad that are divorced or whatever. Daughter's with dad uh, during this period of time. The daughter's with this caretaker. Well, I guess the daughter had told this caretaker... Mommy is looking at my hoo-ha every time I get home from dad's house. Every time that I get home from the babysitter's house, mommy looks at my hoo-ha. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, so the cops are telling me this is what's going on. I said, okay, well, what's going on there? And they said, well, turn looks like the daughter has been taken up to the hospital seven or eight different times by mom. Because mom is alleging the dad is doing some sexual stuff to his daughter. And so she is convinced this is what's going on. So she takes the daughter up to the hospital to get checked out and see if, you know, anything, any trauma is going on. And so I guess she's taken the daughter up there so many times and nothing's ever been founded at all. The hospital finally said, you got to stop bringing your daughter up here for this stuff. So she's basically been told by the hospital, don't come up with that child. Holy shit. Yes. Now, not only that, but since she's been told not to take the, daughter to the hospital the mom is doing her own investigation inspections every like time. she's a fucking nurse and she's like, looking for stuff herself so she's like looking at the daughter's oh that, that is not girl. okay yeah. yeah every time and so the dad is obviously upset about this bullshit so dad is like you know he gets he picks the daughter up from the daycare area and the, the daycare worker's like hey just so you know your daughter was telling us that every time she comes home the mommy's inspecting her hoo-ha and dad's like, what? And the daycare was like, yeah, we recorded it, like recorded our conversation we were having with her right. just so sure. we could like give it to yeah. you, which is like good on them for doing that. Well, liability probably yeah, a little bit. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So like, they recorded it. And so dad has the recording. And so the officers are telling me like, yeah, we've got the recording. We've sent them a link so they can send it to us and put it in evidence and whatnot. And like, what do you want us to do with this? And I'm like, well, it sounds like there's no crime being committed other than this fucking mom messing up the daughter. It's going to fuck her brain up. Like, you are causing that's, so yeah, much trauma. You're probably pushing it into a realm. Yeah. I said, so obviously you're going to document the shit out of this. Yes. And there are documented instances of this happening in the past. This is like freaking repeat offense where the mom is kind of doing this shit and it's this it's this thing where this mom has in her brain that her ex-husband or whatever is like violating your daughter i know so it's like a a repeat thing that's going on and then now they're using the police to try to get each other into trouble how is that not abuse though couldn't the hospital like that many times like putting your kid your young kid through that I would think you're even like DCFS. At what point, yeah. yeah, at what point does it become? So they're, they've been contacted and yeah. now they're getting involved with this as well. So it's like you build up a case against this individual and hopefully you can fucking get them to knock this shit off, right? If it's mm-hmm. by using the law to do it, then hopefully that can happen. But, you know, it's a, and this situation is pretty obvious. Like this mom needs to fucking knock this shit off. Yeah. But, you know, like, what do you do? Like, you as a cop, like, how do you establish? Oh, right. Me as a cop. Yeah. You know, it, you as a cop, like, how rougher. do you establish this? Especially the street cop. 
uh-huh. who doesn't have a hell of a lot of info from the prior experiences. It's like, you got to create a dossier on this mom's actions, you get DCFS involved yeah. and have them also follow up with it as well. And then establish, yep, this is something that's messing up the child. So you can actually take some action and make mom, you know, knock off this shit because it is going to traumatize your kid. It already well, is. It is. The kid's it's, already talking to the fucking yes. daycare workers yep. about That's, it. Telling her it's going yep, on. Because yeah. kids don't have, especially younger kids, they don't know what that outlet is for their trauma and their stresses. And so they verbalize everything or they throw tantrums or they do other things that more developed people don't typically do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, her talking to strangers right at this daycare about mom inspecting her hoo-ha, that is very much her subconscious screaming for help. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, fuck, See, dude, and if this I is was, not normal. if I was the dad in this, I refuse to give the child back. Holy shit. I'd yep. be like, I nope, be, you fight for some kind of... I would yeah, be I able know. to argue that in court all fucking Absolutely. day. Like, yep. Yep, I'd be like, oh, it's her time, yeah, but she's not safe with her, so... No. Yep. Yeah. She's causing Hell, your yeah. mental trauma. Big yep. time. So mm-hmm. much so that she's telling these random strangers at daycare yes, about it. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Find me a mental health professional and let's see what their diagnosis exactly. is. That's not. Yeah. Especially when they've gone up there so many times and nothing's ever been fucking founded. Yeah. Yep. It's like, damn. And as the dad, he has rights to those records too. Mm-hmm. So he, oh, yeah. So he can petition to have those records released and just the amount of times, bro, you could build such a fucking case to get yeah. full custody. Sarah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, a little seven year old girl going through those kinds of exams. Yeah. yeah. Holy cow. I'm, I'm looking at, because my youngest is seven right now. Oh. Like, yeah. Fuck that, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I can't even imagine. So I thought that tied into what we were talking about, did it? Yeah. It's kind of yeah. been an ongoing theme this episode. <laughs> kind of tied in. Just like people using each other against each other. And you got these fucking people who are trying to game the system. That's what right. it was, right? Like, yeah. Use the system to try to get somebody into trouble. Or something like that. Is that what she's doing? Like possibly. Like is mom just like revenge? Using your daughter's right. as a tool to get revenge against her ex? Possibly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't understand why you'd be doing that. Uh, well, what, be, what, is her, what is her inclination? I mean, I didn't talk to mom. What's her inclination to think that this shit's going on? Something had to have happened or something snapped in her brain. Yeah. So I have a guy that works for a law enforcement agency. Girlfriend also works for same said law enforcement agency. Yes. He makes a, a phone report of being assaulted by her. Okay. Just stay with me for a minute, okay? Is this to the agency they work for or the agency that they live in? Uh, the agency where it happened. Oh, okay. Because downtown bar. Okay. Yeah, so they call it, they call it in. Um, and I get it. And I'm reading through everything and I'm all, hmm. So you're, you're calling in and reporting a week after the incident. Um, what? Why? What's your point in, you know what I mean? What happened right. in the week? And I kid you not, when this guy sits and tells me that, um, well, you know, it was traumatizing to him. He just had a lot going on. He, you know, he, I mean, he was giving me every textbook answer of why you would delay reporting right. if this happened. Like he's investigated him or something before. Like, yeah, like he knows what to say. <laughs> what it was is that she had went in and told her superior uh-huh. what had happened and was like, keep him away from me. This just happened. Keep him away from me. You know, we work out of the same office. All this, I don't I don't want to have to, you know, work with him. I don't want to have to do anything like that. Okay, so since she had told their superior, and obviously now you've got an IA started. Yeah. So he's trying to get ahead of it. He's trying to get ahead of it, yeah. And now, now he's the victim. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. And so long story short, I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, our bars have really good um, video cameras. I'll just, I'll ask him to see the video. Yeah. Well, I don't, I mean, I don't know if there's going to be like a... <laughs> Him ha, shim ha. 
Anyways, talk to her and she's like, yeah, I hit him. She goes, because I was out with friends that night. Um, she goes, I'm positive it was him that hacked into my Instagram where I've got doing the messaging and stuff because all of a sudden I was getting these notices that, you know, my Instagram was being accessed, accessed a, from a, a new, different thing. And device, like, yeah. She's like, what the, uh, she goes, and I probably just didn't give it as much thought as I should have. Sure. She's like, but then that night I'm out with a friend and all of a sudden I get a drink thrown in my face and as someone yelling me a fucking cunt. And she goes, and we just sat down with these two guys that were offering to buy us drinks. And the one guy jumps up and is like, do you know him? And I turned and looked and yeah, I know him. And she's like, so I went after him and I popped him in the chest and asked him what the fuck. And she goes, and then security comes and yanks us apart and... I left. She had the forethought, whatever, because he is psycho. So then he he starts blowing up her phone. And she's left. It's done. It's over with. Yeah. And she he's blowing up her phone. And, well, she tells her friend, record. And she puts it on speaker and answers. And he's like, ha, you're going to fucking die. I'm coming after your job, bitch. Making all sorts of threats and everything. <laughs> like, blowing up her phone, saying all this. And she's like, I've got those recordings. I was like, I'm going to need those. Mm-hmm. I'm, I am absolutely going to need those. Yeah. So I get the recordings. I go down to the bar and the bar owner, awesome, awesome guy. And he's sitting there going through all this video with me. And he's like, why, why is anybody even complaining about, I mean, this kind of thing happens at bars all the time. Sure. Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm not disputing that but he's made the complaint and so she's defending herself and you know we gotta do some due diligence we gotta do some due diligence anyways you straight up watch this video of them sitting this girl and her friend sitting at a table guy walks by sees them flips around comes back because oh this is what he says he goes he tells me he's like well yeah i mean i i spilt my drink on her because i mean it just I, di- I wasn't expecting to run into her. And so when I, I run into her and I'm like, oh my gosh. And I go, <laughs> oh my gosh. you're an officer. You're so dumb. <laughs> I go, and you're you're telling me that you run into someone, an ex, whatever the case may be. I go, and that throws your OODA loop so far and so bad Whoa. that you're like, oh my goodness. You're your dream. Control of your body. My hands just went spasmy. Oh, yeah, but I, mean, I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> but to him, I guess that story made sense, right? Because he'd convinced uh, himself yeah. of this. And I mean, I'd done my research on him and he was like with this division's criminal apprehension team and all that. So I'm like, I just have a really hard time believing that you've got like you've even got a little more training than the regular right. that bumping into an ex-girlfriend who you work with on the daily. Yeah. Right. You see her and then you see her at a bar and you just <gasps> throw Spons your out, throw your drink in the air it. and run away. I go because you then didn't do like I go because if I spill a drink on someone, I'm going to be like, oh, my oh, God, shit. I am, oh, my I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I am so sorry. Yeah. Shit. That's uh, on me you know can i buy you another drink i'm sorry i'm sorry i go but your your reaction was throw your drink and run <laughs> right and that's the kind of cop that you want yeah and i'm like right? i'm just making yeah. sure get, we're on the you same have a page stress, you have a stress incident and you run, you run. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah oh shit anyways <laughs> so i see the video yeah he 100 percent sees her um turns around waits for like people that are passing by <laughs> to get out of his way and then throws the drink in her face and skedaddles and skedaddles and then yeah she goes up after him and then you've yeah. got the video of her hitting him in the chest. I filed the charges on him as yeah. the aggressor. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm like... He initiated it. Yeah. You initiated that. You sought her out. You did this. You did, you know. I was like, she 
retaliated, yeah. But after you had just she wouldn't have done her. that if you hadn't yeah. fucking stayed yeah. away, not thrown a drink on her. Right. Anyways, wait, these guys were ex. They're not dating anymore. They're not at the time. At the time, no, they had just broke up like a so week why the prior. Fuck, does he care who she's talking to? Well, it, he's because jealous, he's a jealous bitch. He's, jealous. he's still doing pussy. that. Yeah. So he, he's a jealous bitch. So he's wait, who one, dumped who? She dumped him. Most likely, she jumped. She dumped him. Yeah, That's because he was doing some crazy stalkerish type stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah, I want a stalker. Yeah, so. you do. You do want a stalker. What are you hey, talking about? Fitz, talk to Nicole. She can get the, this guy's name. This guy can totally stalk you, bro. Yeah. Does he have boobs? No. Oh, no. Nah, you can get him nowadays, though. It's pectoral. He has pecs. <laughs> he has, he pecs. has pecs, not breasts. Not he breasts. can show his areola and not get in trouble. <laughs> 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 can this person walk out in public without a shirt and not get jeered at? That's the question. That's everybody's question. <laughs> I ask myself that every day. Can I walk without my shirt on? Wait, why do you have to ask yourself Usually that? it's no. Because I don't want to get jeered, bro. Uh, it would make running errands a lot more difficult. <laughs> this guy with his shirt off. Maybe I'll just do that. Just go with no shirt. Please do. Maybe that'll be a fucking, when we play a game and somebody loses their fucking punishment, they have to do a bunch of chores with no shirt on. Go down into town, no yeah, shirt. Yeah, but there's a lot of places that state you have to be clothed. Eh. Yeah. You kicked out. It's a suggestion. Yeah. It's not yeah. a law. It's a fine. <laughs> the thing says no shirt, no shoes. Fine. You got to do without pants. No pants. No pants. You got have to have I a buy shirt and shoes, though. So I don't know that that would yeah. be a bad, thing. a bad thing. They're like, look at that guy's hot dog. <laughs> Underwear. <laughs> <laughs> what about flesh colored leggings for you? Oh, shit. Yeah. I'd do that. I'd be down. <laughs> Flesh-colored leggings. They're pretty tight. Do they have like quadruple X? <laughs> we can find them. Amazon's oh, got yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. we do have we everything. Find them. That's true. That's true. If not, we'll make some. And we can get them from China, so they'll be really good quality. Yeah. China. That's where most of my stuff comes from, yeah, is China. True. Oh, that's awesome. Who runs up on somebody and just throws a drink in their face? This guy. Like a bitch. I know. But this guy now has lo- lost his job. Because yeah. I was then obviously in contact with their IA sergeant. Because they're like, hey, where are you at on this? What are you finding? Yeah. Um, IA sergeant actually sh- came down to the bar to watch the video with me. And when I was like, there you go, it's right there. And he's like, that's all I needed. So now this guy's lost his job. Because I asked him, I was like, so you guys going to fire him? And he's like, oh, yeah, that's not looking good on his part. So because I'd fire that guy. <laughs> exactly. And the thing is, is this the girl, she was like, I I really don't want to like be a victim. I don't want, I don't want any of this. Right. I'm just defending why I did right. what I did. So because he called first trying to get ahead of it then he got charges lost his job the whole bit i mean she had pictures of everything like that night in the bathroom time stamped at this time you know taking the girl selfies here she is half hour later makeup down her face from getting Mm -hmm. the drink i mean she had so much documentation it was Mm -hmm. it was easy these are cops Mm -hmm. and they're held to a higher standard in all facets of their life whether you like it or not that's the fact well they should absolutely that's a fact game time all right. Well, uh, that was fun. Lots of cool stories. Nicole has some good stories doing the uh, DV stuff right now. Hopefully you guys enjoyed those. But we're going to jump over now to the game. Joss has brought us a game. The head game maker has got a game for us. And uh, I'll, I'll let you uh, explain what we're doing. So this game is called The Hot Seat. And we are each going to take a turn being in the hot seat. And you'll read a card and write your answer. All the other people are going to try to guess what your answer is. So you write it down. You're answering it as if you were me. You think, how am I going to answer this? And then whoever guesses right wins. We got a score. Mm-hmm. All right. Score pad okay. over here. 
the score pad. And the loser, what does the loser have to do? Go streaking down the neighborhood. <laughs> Why do we have to do that every time? I don't know. I'm just hoping it's you. So all your neighbors see you running. <laughs> like, hey, got to live here. Legal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no bueno. Oh, yeah, you're going streaking. No streaking. God, you're such a... You oh, gotta who's, do, who's the no why now? You got to do the errands with no shirt on. Who's the no why now? He's ready? Yes. We um, born ready. Well, I guess we'll just have to decide what happens if you lose later. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> I don't... Got any ideas that are legal? No, no. That are legal? Not legal ones. All mine are illegal. Illegal. Illegal? What will be written on my gravestone? What will be written on your gravestone? All right. Survey says. Survey says. Survey says. All around bad bitch. All around bad bitch. <laughs> Free range savage. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> I loved books and double fisting wine bottles. <laughs> <laughs> Here lies Jossie Whiny Hands. <laughs> Weird. Sounds like somebody's quite the alcoholic. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Sounds like someone's got a problem. Okay, so they're all different. Yet the underlying theme is the same. (laughs) I feel like the second one is yours. Which one? Free Range Savage? Yeah. That's what I was going to say, too. Yeah, I feel like that one's Free Range Savage. Yeah, that one's mine. That's it? Yeah. The first one's Savage. You guys all get. The second one's Savage. Yeah. No, third one. Third one's mine. That's what I say, too. Uh huh. Yeah, that's what I guessed too. And it did you say that? Like yeah. from the all around bad bitch. All around bad bitch. I said I love like books. From the I love books. I love, and books. <laughs> I love books and double fist and wine bottles. And you said Jossie whiny hands. <laughs> Look at that. I've been I've been removed from field work for sixteen months, and I'm still a fucking detective. <laughs> you are amazing. We have a position for you. Oh no, I don't want domestic violence. No, thank you. No, thank you. I will choose violence, but I don't want to investigate that shit. <laughs> you will choose domestic violence? No, no, no. I said I will choose violence. Oh. I don't want to investigate I will domestic choose domestic violence. violence. I will not <laughs> investigate it. <laughs> this is a good one. If there were a new yoga pose named after me, what would it be called? Shoot, are we crumbling them or folding them? <laughs> Sorry. I'll fold mine next time. Jake it's okay. I'll rewrite, I'll rewrite it and I'll fold it so it looks the same like everybody else. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> There's a reason why I'm not paid for this. All right. Trying to get paid though, Fitz. Make it happen. All right. First one. Reading from the list. A downward Viking. <laughs> Dang, that's a good one. The gorilla pose. There you go. Falling tree. <laughs> the savage dictator. Oh, <laughs> is that a yoga pose or a Pornhub pose? <laughs> yoga, Pornhub, tomato, tomato. Yeah, it's like the same thing. So nobody Fair. answered the same thing as you. <laughs> That's a hard one to answer the same. Yeah. You said downward Viking. I feel like you said the savage dictator. No, that had to have been Joss. <laughs> She's obsessed with dictators. <laughs> Stalin's her favorite. <laughs> Stalin. <laughs> uh, I think you might have said gorilla. That's the one I said. The Savage Dictator. Dang. Yes. Got a girl. Nicole got it. Boom. So who said what? That means you said, you said Falling Tree, because I feel like that is a reference to an inside story that we are not privy to. I was going to say that too, and you said Gorilla Pose. Yeah, Viking. I said Downward Viking. Gorilla downward pose. Viking, Gorilla Pose, Falling Tree. Mm-hmm. So what's the Falling Tree reference? It's just because the tree pose is a real pose, and like he would yeah. probably he be would falling fall. over, oh, so he'd oh, be okay, the Falling okay. Tree. <laughs> 
It makes sense. See, and that's why I figured you would know that, and you. So that's you would reference him. Yeah, I I don't. Yeah, I don't remember. You don't know the pre pose. It's the easiest one. No, you you guys don't yoga. The warrior pose was my favorite one from this. All right, let's hear this. Okay, so so who would I have the hardest time living with? So is that just in this out of this group? I don't know. That's all it just says. And I'm like, there's a lot of people I'd have a Choose hard time living yeah, with. A, a, I could think of several people. Yeah, I'm like, there's a, my stalker ex. My, like the guy yeah. you told the story about just a minute right? ago. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What one rule would I make if everyone in the world had to follow it? <laughs> the rules you'd have to follow. Rules you made one make. rule. If I made one rule, yeah. Everyone had to follow it. What one rule would I make if everyone in the world had to follow it? Don't be stupid. Animal abusers die by firing squad. Don't be stupid. (laughs) (laughs) And don't be stupid. (laughs) Dang. (laughs) I feel like she said, don't be stupid. (laughs) Just going by pure mathematical. I think you said the animal. I did. One. And I was going to say death penalty for animal abusers. Dang. It's very specific. Yeah. See, I was going to say that Should've that's what you had my... put down. <laughs> we all put don't be stupid. <laughs> we all put don't be stupid. It seems like and a good rule. The, yeah, I like it. That's what I, obviously, I put it. Because we know what Nicole that said. That's awesome. <laughs> that's freaking awesome. Like, don't be stupid. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Good job, you guys. Yeah. Rule. We said don't be stupid. That's hilarious. Hell yeah. The savage know what's that, bro. You guys all want people not to be stupid. I want animal abusers to die. <laughs> but that would fall under stupid. It'd be but, is it, but is it normal firing squad or is it like the firing squad that we have set up? The firing squad we have set up. <laughs> Slowly bleed yes. out. Uh-huh. Just shoot them in their appendages until they fucking die. <laughs> until they're screaming for mercy and you're like, yeah, well. Please just fucking kill me already. <laughs> you're like, nah, it's good. <laughs> nah, fuck you, buddy. No, so you know. We're going to switch to 22 caliber yes, now. 22. <laughs> just shots all over his body. <laughs> That would that would literally be the worst way to die. Hell yeah, that'd be awesome. Holy that'd shit. Be awesome. I don't that'd know awesome. how to score that. You know, as the head game maker, you've been slipping lately. <laughs> Sorry. I'm losing if it makes you feel better. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Get ready to streak. Hookily dookily. What would I be most afraid of? Oh, fuck my life. <laughs> fuck. What would I be most afraid of? People digging up from my past. I'm glad it's with you idiots and not like, like my high school friends. Holy shit. <laughs> All right, do you got them all? Oakley Doakley. Let's hear what it is. <laughs> Failing swimming lessons. <laughs> Never actually passing the swim course in the Marines. Fuck you. <laughs> Your many sexual <laughs> escapades. As a kid, you were a jazz fan. <laughs> you guys are assholes. So if you wrote the swimming, then yeah, somebody like- who, somebody guessed that. Idiots. <laughs> You're surrounded by them. Bunch of idiots. <laughs> I thought one of the rules was don't be don't stupid. Be stupid. <laughs> That's not what Nicole chose. So yeah. We don't have to do it. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. What's the guesses? <clears throat> I think you wrote the that you were a jazz fan. <laughs> I say jazz fan. As a child, you were a jazz fan. I was a jazz fan as a small child. Well, everyone knows now. I know. I hate those fuckers. Because <laughs> you were too angry about everything else. Bunch of failures. <laughs> Fucking losers. <laughs> Pretty sure this one's Jake's handwriting. The Marines. Yeah, that was mine. Yeah. I don't know who did the failing swim lessons. Is that I yours? Did. 
You did? Yeah. yeah. Damn, I love <laughs> that. podcast fucking rough. You thought no, sex no. capades? There might be some that you don't want people you're not to know proud about. Of. I've had sex with like 87 people. What the shit? No, <laughs> that's not an accurate number. <laughs> so, Nicole won by one point. Ooh. Oh. I came in second. How the fuck were you losing and then all of a sudden now you're in second? Well, I was losing by one point and then I guessed some shit right. It's That's how you win fits. You earn points. You lost, so you get to go street, streaking. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've been waiting for this opportunity yes. for years. He's now like, all these moms will so... notice me. Yes. Whose mom? All these moms. The yeah. hot moms in the hood. Say so shout out to all your single, or all the hot moms in the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fun game. That was I do fun. enjoy that yeah. game. That could be uh, a very interesting game when people yeah. are drunk. All right. That was a fun game. Quick yeah. little game. Hope you guys enjoyed it. So we're going to move on real quick and end this out with the uh, Savage of the Week. The Savage of the Week is brought to you by a, f- a news company that got a hold of this. This happened a year ago, but the officers were finally recognized and got some medals of valor. Uh, it happened in Michigan, Warren, Michigan. And what happened is this. Two children come into contact with a live wire in Warren, a live down power line, and one of them was seriously injured. So I'll kind of just give you a brief rundown because they didn't do a very good job with this. So what happens is cops are in the area on a, on a separate call. When they hear a triple beep comes in, there's a kid getting electrocuted. So the cops are in the area. They stop what they're doing. They get off that call they were on. They drive their vehicles over to the area where this supposedly is happening at. When they get there, they see an 11-year-old boy who's standing up, freaking out, screaming, crying. There's a bunch of this caution tape surrounding this area where this power line had come down. It's only hanging about four feet off the ground. Mm-hmm. And this boy who got shocked had reached up, gone through the caution tape i'm sure somebody came by and put all this caution tape up so nobody go in there but sure. kids don't know this shit right, right the kid reaches up and grabs the power line it's a charged line so it starts shocking the shit out of him and when you start getting electrocuted you can't let go your muscles right. clamp yeah, you up tense. boom yeah. you tense up and he's holding onto this line and he goes down the line got pulled out the line is live and the cops show up and there's the kid just laying on the ground sprawled out and he's got this line right by him and so the cops go and they're like fuck what are we gonna do this kid's getting freaking electrocuted we don't know if he's alive or not we can't really see any breathing or anything like that but it's possible that he's still freaking you know he's not dead yet so they decide i've got to take action they've got this live power line right there they're ducking down these lines are hanging down they reach over i guess somebody took like a an instrument like a backpack or something and knocked the line away so it wouldn't be right over Hmm. top where this kid's at and they grab the kid by his legs and they drag him out of this area where the lines are hanging really low they pull him out and they start rubbing his chest they're calling for medical the kid's breathing is like really like agonal breathing it's just you know guttural breathing Mm -hmm. and he's not coherent he's not awake and he, like i said you can see his hands are kind of splayed off to the side you can see his black marks all over yeah. his hands Ew. so he's got bad burns on his hands and then like i said i don't know why but he has this obvious mark on the top of his scalp where it looks like he's had some sort of like electrical current run through it right, i don't know right. if it was like arcing through or whatnot but arcing can happen even if you get close to the line you don't touch the line itself it yeah. can still arc yeah. to you so these cops put their lives on the line to grab this kid and pull him out like i said they call for medical the medical's taking way too long to get there and they're like screw it we can just get this kid to the hospital they're about five minutes away if they drive themselves let's do that so they uh one officer jumps in the driver's seat of the car second officer scoops the kid up jumps into the back seat of the car and they start flying toward the hospital just flipping calling it on the radio cops in the area block off all of the roadways so they can just have a nice tunnel right to the hospital nice go there like mach five right get up there the kid wakes up like halfway to the hospital and he's freaking out in utter pain. You can tell he's just he finally comes to and he starts screaming, hooting and hollering. His hands hurt. His head hurts. Everything's hurting on him because he's got fucking electrocuted, right? All this voltage running through his body. And, you know, he's like flipping, can't control his systems. He's pissing and 
everything like that. I just right. letting go of everything. Mm-hmm. And the cops just back there, like trying to consult this kid. Hey, you're okay. We're getting to the hospital. They roll up to the hospital, ER bays and nurses. there, were like waiting for him. Cause they called it in. They get this kid out and they take him inside. And the kid ends up having third degree burns on his scalp and his hands and they treat him and he's actually turned out okay. Not only that, we got to worry about the, your internal system, right. like heart Absolutely. arrhythmia, everything else going through your body. But they treated him and apparently released and he's okay to this day. So the cops put themselves on the line nice. to make sure that this kid survived. And if they hadn't been there, then freaking who knows what happens, mm-hmm. probably dies right. before they could get like the fire department there and the ambulances and the people that turn off the electrical right. currents and stuff like that. So these guys taking action actually saved this kid's life. Yeah. One well, effective so, action, right? Yes. To have the forethought to- Make sure to get that charge line out of there before you just run in and snatch up exactly. the kid and you get shot. Like, that's a nightmare situation, but. Yep. So the officers, once again, I'll say their names. It's Warren Police Department Officer David Chapman and Corporal Detective Daniel Rose. Nice. Savage. you guys. Yeah. Jumping in there and saving this kid's life. So good for them. You know, a lot of times people think like police are just out there writing tickets and shit like that. Like that is like such a small portion of what the cops mm-hmm. do. Cops are there to save people and help people. That is exactly the number one thing why I do the job. Mm-hmm. And these guys had that at the forefront. Like, we got to save somebody right now. I'm put my life online to save this kid. Good for them. Awesome. Yeah, so that's good. That's savages good of the week right there. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. Got those savages. Yeah. Hit me up on uh, Instagram or Facebook. Go to, our, go to our website, domesticatedsavages.com. I'll hook you up with some merch, boys. Hit us up. We'll get you some savage merch to represent yeah. who you really are. The Aren't savages. you getting some new merch? Yes. We're putting new merch on the got website. New website. Thank <laughs> you for the segue. <laughs> You're we got a new. We got the new website <laughs> up and running, and I'm getting the store on there nice and filled out. So we have our typical stuff, like our Domesticated Savages t-shirts on there, uh, color variations we're getting on there, and then also we have the other one with the Domesticated Savages axe. Cool t-shirt. We like that a lot. And then I'm putting up there some hoodies and tanks. So those will be all up there. You guys can jump on, order you up some merch. I hear people tell me all the time, I didn't know you had merch, Jake. Well, fucking A, bro. I've got merch. (laughs) Get on the website, listen to the podcast, and buy some fucking merch. Yeah, apparently we sell tanks now. I didn't know that was on the You've got a tank, Holmes. Oh, tank tops. Yeah. I thought you meant like armored tanks. Nah, that'd be cool. Like, fuck, I want an armored tank. tank. I ain't got that kind of money. Yeah. That'd be pretty fucking cool. Fucking pe- penny pinching, bro. <laughs> Gotta save those pennies. Get yourself find an me, Abrams. Find me a freaking way I can get a tank. We'll put some on there. <laughs> Dude, I just watched that movie, uh, War Dogs. Well, that'll be us someday. Yeah. We're going to be the- We uh, just got to jump on that website and start stealing some deals. Selling tanks. <laughs> War Dogs. All right. Well, uh, like I said, you guys, just check us out on the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Go to our website. Buy some merch. Rep the savages. And uh, always remember, stay savage. Just the tip. Choose violence. Choose violence. (laughs) Wake up and choose violence. Fitz is going to wake up and choose domestic violence. No, I'm not. I didn't say that. DV all day, every day. DV all day, every day. All right, we're getting the fuck out of here. (laughs) 